to show. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Off the Match Podcast, or you know, just a podcast, whatever it is. You know where you're at. You, you clicked on the link in Spotify or Apple or wherever you're listening to it from, so you know what you're listening to. So for this episode, I, I really want to sit with this person because I shout them out at the end of every episode, along with the rest of the Nerd Rage Radio crew. And it's been 190 episodes since this dude has been on here. That's you know. Crazy. That's crazy. 190 yeah. episodes since. Yeah, well, that. I was like, do I want to do it at 203 or do I want to do it at 170 or, or 198? You know, let's, let's do 190, 190 episodes even. So um, welcome back to the podcast. I want to uh, give a big shout out and welcome to Mr. Joe KW. What's up, Joe? How you feeling, man? What's up, bro? Good. I just had dinner, had some oysters and eggs. Nice. 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 Yeah. Sounds 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 uh good good and delicious over there. So love to hear. I'm not not everyone's into the oysters. I know they can be slimy and fishy, but I'm into it. It's good I, protein. I, like it's one of those like super good macro things. Like super high in protein, super low in calories. It's great, but it's expensive. That's a problem. Well, yeah. Well, well, I, I, I mean, you know, I, if you're not into the taste, then that's a problem. I, th- I think that's the big thing is like mm, I, for me it's like mm, i don't know but i'm also of the mindset for a lot of things like when i talk about alcohol i don't think alcohol tastes delicious there are people that love alcohol they'll love to sit there and sip i'm just there to get fucked up so most things <laughs> I mean, going into my body it serves a purpose it's just like there's a, a purpose so like most alcohols i don't like it's fine like it's an acquired taste but like there's some things like bourbon i love bourbon and there are just some mm-hmm. alcohols that hits the palate it's like quite it's just nobody i don't think so anyway i don't think anybody loves coffee the first time they drink it or mm-hmm. cigarettes i fucking love the taste of cigarettes i haven't smoked in years or well, maybe one one cigarette a year maybe but like i love the taste of cigarettes and i know that it should be gross and it was gross when i first started and you just keep doing it till you like it Ooh. That's how I feel about coffee, especially. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't particularly care for coffee. I think it tastes pretty disgusting, but it serves a purpose. Right. And the purpose is to perk me up. I, I had a coffee before we started recording, which I know is not wise because if I drink coffee after 2 p.m., I'm not going to sleep until tomorrow afternoon. Bro, That's I, just... I can't relate. Yeah. Like, I, I actually enjoy the taste of coffee. I, I drink black coffee, as you know, when we're in, in, on Nerd Rage. Yeah. Caffeine does nothing for me. Like I'm, I'm this is a Mountain Dew. I'm, I drink Mountain Dew before bed. I can drink a Monster before bed and go right to sleep. My ca- caffeine receptors like burnt out twenty years ago. Sarah's the same way. Like you, dude. Well, the the thing is for me, like I said, it, it's just there for the purpose. Like I'll drink a coffee, yeah. But I'm also so used to it now, where I'll I'll drink coffee black just for mm-hmm. the sake of fucking with people and, <laughs> and make them uncomfortable. So. <laughs> Yeah, it's not like mm-hmm. I don't like the lattes and the milk and stuff. I love that stuff, but like I also just just pure black coffee. It's when we talk about uh, grading pizzas. When me and Bobby decided, like, if you want to grade a place for the pizza, right, you get the mm-hmm. cheese pizza first. You taste that, of and course. that's how you rate it. And then you put toppings on it, and that's how I feel about coffee. You taste the black coffee to decide whether it's good coffee or not, and then you put the other shit in it. No, I absolutely agree. Like, I I've been getting uh this coffee chimera. You know, I've been it's it's um 
it says that it's infused with you know nootropics and you know energy stuff i was like okay mm-hmm. let's check it out i actually do feel pretty good when i have it uh you I mean, know, it's, it's in general because like coffee i mean it's a stimulant like it is a, it is a performance enhancer like, yes whether i feel the caffeine effects or not like when i used to do prs when i used to lift heavy as fuck i would take caffeine knowing that physiologically it's helping me whether i feel the effect or not so yeah, normally, it will for sure perk you up. Like normally, if I have um, Dunkin' or sometimes Starbucks, I feel a quick boost, and then mm-hmm. it, it kind of drops me, you know, relatively quickly. Like now, I'm still awake, I'm still alert, but I don't feel like the energy. Mm-hmm. Versus this Chimera, I'll have it. It lasts a little bit longer. But, you know, coffee still is kind of the same thing for me. It all like perks me up. I'm I'm wired, but I don't really feel like, you know, I'll drink a coffee and then go do jujitsu or drink a coffee and, you know, go for a run or something. I don't feel the energy uh, boost there. But uh, the Chimera coffee, I, I feel a little bit of something. I'm like, OK, yeah, it, sure it could be some, some supplements in it that helps. It, it, placebo. Yeah. The thing about placebo is like I don't shit on it. People shit on it. Oh, it's just placebo. But like the thing is, when it comes down to it, if it works, it works. So if you are mm-hmm. receiving placebo effect, that means you're getting an effect. So go for it. But yeah. but the, my mm-hmm. only caveat is like if you're getting a placebo placebo effect or possible placebo effect, don't um, advertise it like everyone's gonna get it. Like you know, yes, that's a personal thing. Yeah, th- there are so many you know different cases where you you know people think they're getting one thing and you know they haven't or even the the funnier you know side of it we were just talking about this the other day on uh Colompton where when you know you're younger or you see those kids drinking odols the non-alcoholic beer and they're like yes, oh I'm so and, drunk and, and, yes <laughs> and they they like talk, yeah they f- mind fuck themselves into being being drunk yeah i, I, I mean that's like a, I that's the uh, basic <laughs> Oh, dual rules, bro. Uh, but like that's a, that's a basis of any uh, double blind study for medications or supplements or anything. Like you give one group placebos and one group nothing and see if it does anything. And a lot of times in the placebo group, you'll see certain in- individual that shows results because they think they get some. But that's why you need to study to, to really show these statistical differences. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, like, like you said, some people shit on it, but it's like, it is important. It is helpful mm-hmm. sure. to understand. And, you know, there are some people that are super um, cynical. So it's like, oh, you're going to give me this. And they're like, it's just not working. And then they convince themselves it, shit doesn't work. It would never work. Even shit that would work wouldn't work on them because they already they already say it, it won't. Like, it's possible for them to just the opposite of placebo. Making some shit that works don't not work for you. That would just, you know, bad. It's kind of like a, a Marvel movie now. Like it's gonna be bad, and then you go in, and it's like, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. No, it's still bad. It's like, no, no, it's actually pretty good, actually, dude. Yeah, I, that, I, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, that's uh, how I feel about entertainment. You know, me and Krista, uh, my wife, like we, we tr- want to be entertained when we watch something. Like we're trying to be entertained. Like we, ha- it has to be really bad for us to like shit on something, you know, or for us to turn it off. Like we, like. You know, the people who go to magic shows trying to be like, oh, that's fake. I'm like, yeah. why are you there, man? Like, I'll go and, like, try to believe it. Just go with the flow, man, and enjoy yourself. But I think that's the internet now, too, especially, where people just go 
for the the ideal of trying to rain on a parade because mm-hmm. like you said you know when it comes to movies especially you're there to be entertained mm-hmm. if you are there for anything besides that then you're wasting time and, and <laughs> yeah yeah time and money unless you're, you know you're sneaking into the movie it, dude if you're in your 40s and you're sneaking into the movies you know shout out to you yeah man <laughs> definitely <Big ups>. live <laughs> But I mean, like, there, there, uh, there was one day a few years ago where the Arnold, um, the uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, like convention type deal, and yeah. it, it was a we had an extra day at in Columbus before we leave, so we went to a movie, us and a group of friends went to watch a movie in the morning, and then we just like when the movie finished, we just went to another theater and sat down and watched another movie. And we watched like four movies, <laughs> one of the missions because we're like, we're not doing anything anyway, a hotel room was already uh, turned in. We had nowhere to go. So that was the last time. So it was relatively recently. In my 30s, I uh, snuck three movies. All right. Keep that I paid for, for one, though. I paid for one. So I, I think that's the same as paying for Netflix and then sharing with your buddy who has HBO Max and then sharing that with a buddy who has Disney+. Plus. I'm in favor of that, though. Like, you know, because these apps are starting to get expensive. So you got to find yeah, a friend. Yeah, man. They're slowly creeping up. Oh no, they they they're sneaky in that way where it's like Shutter. Shutter uh used to be 499 for the longest time. And somebody was like, dude, I love Shutter. I've had it for three years. The price has never gone up. And then next thing you know, it went to 699. And I was like, huh, that's weird. Yeah. And Netflix it's, like it's holding steady for years, for years and years yeah. and years, and then it just like stopped shooting up. Yeah. So Sarah and I just talked about that shit the other day. We're like, all right, what apps do we watch? you know the, the, to justify the pay that we're we're paying for it and what don't we watch and i know right now we have paramount a big part of paramount was because i had the screen franchise and paranormal, paranormal activity and i watch those pretty frequently and yeah, yeah, nfl other oh well, not nfl but like like i feel like paranormal activity is on other stuff too. so they are moved because i just saw number four i want to say on hb but i believe they're merging though they're supposed to be merging with max yeah uh paramount yeah, I, so yeah, i don't do any of the like network stuff i don't have peacock and i don't have paramount but so i do peacock you just need four friends man of... you you and four friends can make it happen to where everybody has everything mm-hmm. that's important anyway yeah. everyone yeah, should I... have amazon prime i think i think everyone in the world has amazon prime it's like mandatory mm-hmm. almost so yeah. you get you get you get the you know the streaming service for free yeah, I have a friend. He he signed up for YouTube TV, which had the NFL package on it. And then he, you know, he emailed us all the uh, connector links. So I was like, all right, cool. What I didn't realize is that allows me now to plug into ESPN uh, in, in other network TV. So I was like, oh, OK, so I, I'm like, you know, I'm good as it relates to like, again, Paramount. I don't need that. And I told Sarah, I was like, once the football season is over and the playoffs are done, we don't need to stick with Paramount. Yeah. That's that's useless for us. I mean, they, after that. I think streaming like people like us will do that, right? And like, like yeah, we'll we'll sign on to services and sign off of services, but they bank on customers the way gyms do. Like they bank on people being too lazy to to disconnect and keep paying, which people do. Mm-hmm. Like they're people who have services that they either forgot they have or haven't turned on in in ages, but they still pay for it every month. Well, also, they sometimes will make it difficult for you to 
uh, unsubscribe. They'll hide that shit with some of these uh, apps. And I can't remember. There was something I had last year. And I was like, I need to get rid of this before I get charged for another cycle. And it was charging me in six. I think it might have been stars. And it was charging in six-month increments. And I was like, nope, you're not getting me again. Like, we we don't even watch stars. We had it for a trial. Not a trial, but it was like a one of those Thanksgiving, Black Friday uh, specials. Yeah, it was like that's how they get you. And cents. they keep charging you. Yeah, after mm-hmm. that. I mean, the working route is, is to go through your bank or your credit card or PayPal. Just like disconnect from there. Just be like, we don't yeah, want to pay for a service anymore. I've been using PayPal to pay for it. So that way, if it mm-hmm. gets weird, it's like, well, I'll just disconnect or that. No big deal. Exactly. I think UFC Fight Pass made it difficult as well. There's like, you have to email them. I was like, yeah. no, we're not doing let's that. Go <laughs> let's, go to your, let's go to your service provider. Actually, what I did was I just went and... um. Sarah's credit card was attached to it. And I was like, okay, well, look, I'm going to put this card that's about to uh, expire anyway from me. And then it took one month because I was like, all right, I'm going to still, because, you know, there would be times I go to sleep watching fights, like old fights. And I was like, all right. And I was like, we're going to do this for a month. And as soon as that card expires, y'all going to come looking. And guess what you ain't getting? So there are workarounds to it, though. So whatever. But, but they bang on, um, on people being too lazy or ignorant to and they make yes. the money. Like I, how many people you think like in the last week signed up for gym memberships? Oh my god, like yeah, ridiculous. This is where and, the they money comes and, from. and some of them have already dropped off. It's been six days, some of them are already gone. And in two weeks, majority of them will be gone. But they're gonna be paying their fucking membership for at least a few months. Of, of course. If not indefinitely. There are people who pay for gym membership for years and haven't stepped foot in the gym for years. I had a friend, she had cable. So my friend Winter, when she was married, I think the cable was in her her wife's name. Or she was paying, however it goes. Winter gave me to log on so that way I can access all my shit. And that was in 2012. (laughs) Or it might have been, yeah, 2012 seems right. Well, no, no, no. Yeah, about 2012, 2013. The, like, it just got canceled. 12 years September. later. <laughs> and <laughs> so I went to log on one day and it was like the login started changing. Not the password itself, but there's like a security question. Mm-hmm. So it was like, uh, what was, you know, her first concert? So I text one. I was like, yo, what was Alexa's first uh, concert? She's like, I don't know. I think it was Backstreet Boys. <laughs> so I was like, you know, I'm not even going to stress it. I'm not going to stress it. So Winter came over and recorded with me one night and she wanted to watch the uh, Women's World Cup uh, for soccer. And we could only do that on Fox Sports. So she logged me in. I was like, OK, I see what you're doing. Like, But it kept me logged in. And then yeah. one day, uh, sometime in September, or October, I just couldn't log in anymore because it would let me log in. But it would say uh, this channel isn't part of the package. And I started kind of thinking. I put the, I put it together. I was like, it's not part of package, meaning they probably don't have cable anymore. So, yeah. you know, that's fine. I, I, I had a good run. I had what, 12 yeah, years. It's a solid run. <laughs> well, yeah, 12 years solid. Even a few months is pretty fucking solid. Yeah. Six, I mean, six months was a win. 12 yeah, years. Man. Fuck. I'll I, I repeat, repeat champion for 12 years. So, but um, 
but yeah, but I, I feel like she was one of those cases where she was just paying for it and didn't realize that she was paying for it. So I remember going over there when they had just bought the house and, you know, she was watching YouTube or her son was watching YouTube. She was watching an app and Winter and I were talking. She goes, yeah, I think we're probably going to end up having to cancel cable because nobody's using it. I go, no, I don't do that, son. <laughs> Hold on to that joint. <laughs> and I think that was like in 2015 or 16. Uh, Sophie was born. So it was 2016 or 17. I was like, yeah, don't do that. Just hold on to it. Like, you, you never know when Just you're going to need it again. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, I guess one day they woke up and was like, we don't need this shit. And I was like, oh, what y'all doing? <laughs> like, why y'all cancel cable? Oh, I should have, I should have texted Lex. Be like, hey, man, so um, your cable's not working. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> so what you Actually, mean? we used to, we used to do that to our neighbor because she, she would use our washing machine. So she gave uh -huh. us the Wi-Fi password, and when she would go hey, out of fair town, fair is fair, man. That's a bartering. Oh, yeah. That's the age-old way to like do things before we invented the money. Yeah, that like I'm always for that. I mean, that's why the password swapping works because it's like I got this, you got this. All right, mm -hmm. let's let's go ahead and trade it up. Hey, but sharing, um, sharing. She she gave us the Wi-Fi password, and I don't even know how it happened. It was one of those weird things where I think she was over one night, and our internet was acting weird. Oh, because we were on we were on satellite internet and they were canceling. They, they were like closing down shop. They were closing their doors. And our internet was being weird. She was like, here, just use my password. You guys let me use your washer and dryer all the time anyway. So here. And I was like, oh, that's word. All right, cool. So she would go back home to visit her family, um, you know, uh, in, in New York. And I remember the internet. I guess her car uh, expired. So the internet wasn't working. And I was like, I said, Sarah's like, yo. The fucking internet's out. She was like, then call, you know, call so and so. And I was like, oh man, no, I don't want to do that, man. Like, what does that sound like? like <laughs> that sounds bad. That would sound bad. I know you're well, visiting your family and all, and we're using your Wi Fi for free, but can you make sure that shit works, please? I was like, hey, so I don't know if you noticed, but your bill needs to be paid. <laughs> like, well, no, Sarah called her and, and figured it out. I was like, I don't know what Sarah said to her, but. I, I, I sure it was a lot nicer than what I probably would have said. I was like, hey, so you want to pay that bill today? You, I mean, I got you if you if you need. You short? <laughs> we'll pay it for you. But uh, I mean, it, it's all about, like I said, sharing is caring. Make this shit work. But at the end of the day, it's like, like, like you said, a lot of these gyms, internet providers, uh, apps, they all count on the fact that you're going to sign up for it. You're going to forget. And you could get over for years, you know, in the case of some of the gyms right now, they're doing a lot of money. Oh yeah. Well, I signed up for something over the summer. Uh, I want to say it was in July. Once my mm -hmm. schedule opened up, I was like, Oh my God, I got free time to come home and work out now. And there was this one app I stumbled upon on some weird, not like I did the coffee. I wasn't looking for, you know, only fans link. I just, I stumbled into <laughs> something. I was like, what is this? So I signed up for it. And it was like, okay, it's X amount of dollars up until October. Then it'll renew for that same amount. And I was like, well, I'll use this from July to October, you know, kind of get myself back on, on the road and, you know, my motivation. So October came about, I had four days and it was difficult. They, they tried to hide that cancel. I was like, yep. I won't be one of them though. Like, let me get out of this because I, I had, you know, you keep all the workouts that they give you, they send you videos and everything. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to hold on to these and just yep. keep using them. 
And I mean, the thing is, when you get the renew, you get new videos on the renew. And I was like, I'm good for right now. I, I can figure yeah, out. If you don't need stuff new stuff, myself. then, you know? Yeah. I mean, I also have the internet, so I can go and find other workouts. I, you know, I'm, I'm resourceful enough. I could make my own workouts as well. But I was like, this was a good, like, jump start for me in, in that realm because that, that was part of my issue. You know, once I got away from my old job, it was like, it was always I was getting home late and I was like, oh, I'm not going to like I got to put my daughter down for bed by the time she's down for bed. Now it's like nine o'clock. And yeah. I know there are people that are like, well, no, you can work out at any time. Yes, you absolutely can. But in, in that mode, I was like, like, you know, fuck all of this. I don't want to work out. All I'm going to do is, you know, go play video games and, you know, eat some junk food. Yeah. But once I got this new schedule, it was like, boom, I get home from work, boom, work out. After I finish working out, play with my kid. After I play with my kid, you know, have dinner, you know, maybe do some yoga before bed. It was like a yeah. new new life, but I didn't want to pay for more in October. So I had to make sure I canceled. Yeah, you got you got to take advantage of shit. There's nothing wrong with it because they, they take advantage of you. It's not like these gyms or these services is going to remind you, be like, hey, you haven't logged on in three months. Do you want to cancel? They, they will never fucking do that. You know? Oh, absolutely not. So I like, fuck it, fuck them. They don't care about you. Yeah. Like, I think, I think, um, at, at least gyms are they. They literally have that as part of their business model because there's no way the gym any gym facility can actually accommodate everyone who signs up. There's, if everyone who signs yeah. up to a gym shows up, they, they would not be able to fit everybody in there. So like, and if they mm. only got payment from the people who shows up. They, they wouldn't make enough money. Very so like true. it's a part of the business model that they that people have to sign up and not go. You know, when you look at it that way, especially it's like, ugh, it's kind of I mean, but it makes sense because you know, you know, you got your um fire codes and everything too. So it's like, hey, we have this yeah. much capacity. And in reality, it's like, yeah, but you have this many memberships. The memberships exceed right. the capacity. So and also like you really feel it um, right, right 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 around now. I, I don't go to commercial gyms anymore because I I got a gym at home. But yeah. like right around this time of year, the first like January into February sucks because people do show up, and you just fucking send that waiting for machines. Either like regardless of whether people using the machines know what they're doing or they mean well or not, the the, the fact is they're there, and you're wasting your time. You sitting at the gym a long time to wait for the machine. Or you're leaving without getting your whole workout in because everyone actually showed up. Yeah, that's you know that's one of those things too that would get me. Well, also just being around people. Period. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I fucking hate that shit. Can't fucking stand it. That that was the first thing when we got this this house. I was like, okay. I looked at the basement. I was like, all right. I've got equipment. I can just make a jump down here. I can set up weights over here. Treadmill. I have a treadmill. I put some mats down for grappling. And initially, that was the move. I started it. And I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, this is nice. And life changed for me. And I was like, okay, well, now we're going to change this basement. I still have a uh, treadmill and my grandfather. He can't use his elliptical anymore. So he was like, well, you want this elliptical? I'm like, all right, I'll take it. So that's how I get some measurement from it because my parents can't use it. So, yeah. Like, and getting this, so when we moved in here, I, we asked a lot of people to help mainly because of the treadmill. Like yeah, the treadmill was going to take so many people to get down those stairs. I didn't care that other people were like sitting around after the treadmill was down. I was like, yo, y'all can chill all you want. I just yeah. needed you got the main, main, main thing down. Yeah. yeah. 
And then when I got the elliptical, another one of my buddies, he helped me get that to the house. Oh, and there was an exercise bike too. So the exercise bike was easy. I carried that upstairs by myself. Easy work. But the elliptical would not fit down the basement stairs. So yeah, my neighbor came over. He had just gotten a new tool set. So he was pumped. He was like, yes. <laughs> I got to use this shit. Like he took the uh, elliptical apart, put it back together. It, it was, you know, fucking gold. And I was like, all right, this works. Thank you. Um, and yeah, I, you know, I got my equipment down here and I've been using it because, I mean, it's here. It's it's like I don't have to drive to the gym. I don't have to. There's make no an excuse. Extra like, it's like yeah. it's very easy to just be like, man, I don't feel like like get my shit together and go into the gym today but if you have shit at home you, you can't make that excuse like you know yeah. it's it, it's just make giving yourself an excuse not to be lazy is what it is like you got because like humans and all living things are lazy by nature we're supposed to be we're supposed to conserve as much energy as we can and consume as much as we can that's just the way things are built so you gotta work around you gotta work around that instinct I mean, it's all about tricking yourself, you yep. know, gamifying your workouts. Like I, I ended up uh, the watch I have tracks all my movements, tracks, tracks my sleep, which is the biggest benefit of this watch was tracking my sleep because, you know, I'll say some bullshit. I'm like, yeah, I slept seven hours last night. I look at my watch. Ooh, that yeah. was four. Nope. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to lay down seven hours ago. But I did not fall asleep oh, yeah. for two hours, and I got off the piss three times. <laughs> so yeah, uh, and then um, when I'm doing jujitsu, though, I can't wear the watch. I can, but it, it gets weird. So um, yeah. I just got like a chest strap the other day, mm. and I was like, okay, this works. It connects to my phone. I can still check everything because one of the things for me with working out, and you know. Just for those listening, you know, we're almost 30 minutes in. That's actually what I wanted to have Joe on for <laughs> was talking <laughs> about uh, working out, nutrition, diet and everything. But um, one of the things with me with working out is I'm very particular about numbers and start times. So, like I said, I want this to be, you know, hey, Joe was on here 190 episodes ago. It has to be rounded. Um, just like when I start my workout. I have to start at 645. I have to start at 630. I have to start at six o'clock, whatever it may be. It has to be on the dot. Um, and then also I have to be tracking. I, I you know, and I know for some people, they're kind of like there's some people that are like so important. It, exactly. Like I feel like I need it for myself to understand, like, okay, if I did this yesterday, or let's say I did this last week, is there any progress? Or am I is is there a regression? You know, what can I improve? You know, like, how, you know, how's my heart rate versus last week, you know, to this week, you know, all these things are important they, to they, me. They are all that matters. Like it's a complete, it's not even a game changer. It is the game. You, you yeah. If you don't know where you came from, you have no idea how far you came, right? If you don't know what your last PR is, you don't have a PR. Like what was the what was your biggest lift? When was it? You don't know. Then how do you know if you've gotten better? You don't. Same with yeah. Tracking foods and with everything, tracking and numbers will be your success. I don't know anybody who's successful at at fitness, at least whether it be aesthetic or athletic, where tracking isn't involved. Like numbers yeah. are important. Yeah, that that's been so. I want to say what year was it? Maybe oh three. Sarah and I. Well, we we got our apartment in oh two when we were younger, and. That was a big thing. You know, I had equipment there in the house. 
I, I showed my grandparents a really shitty treadmill that I knew was a death trap. I was <laughs> like, I want this for my birthday. And they're like, absolutely not. So they got me a really nice treadmill. Because that, that's that's always the trick of my grandparents. Show them the worst thing on the market that you know you will possibly die using. My grandfather will not allow that because when they adopted me, even though I was a grown ass man, they adopted me. And part of that that uh, trust of adopting me was to keep me alive. So they're like, mm -mm. <laughs> yeah, you're 24, Good on them. but <laughs> we, we can't let you go yet. No funerals. You some good ones. Yeah, yeah. So it, it works out. The system works. But um, I, I would, you know, track everything. And this this was before, like, the Internet was what it is now. So I'm, I was hammering. I had notebooks of just, you know, my breakfast, all my calories, Long. all the, you know, proteins, fats, carbs, you know, uh, fibers, everything. How, how often, you know, how many hours I slept per night. And, you know, it, it kept me coming back. It kept me coming back. You can see the progress. And, Yes. And, and that was the big thing, especially like lifting. Like at that time, I was like, you know, my goal was to bench press 300, you know, three times. And it was like, mm -hmm. I got to get there. That's what I want to do. I actually never got there because it was just like I got some, this. Some goals are good to have, but not all goals are reachable. You know, it's fine. It was a, something to aim for. It was a head, uh, a headspace thing where it was like, "Why am I doing this? Like, you know, <laughs> what, what's the purpose of me benching 300? Because I wasn't going to, uh, I wasn't going to the NFL. Like, I'd already kind of concluded, I'm not going pro. Who am I doing this lift for? Well, yeah, for myself, but also then what? Once I get to the 300, then what am I doing? And 305, baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. It's like, all right, 305. Then after That's 305, the game, 310. But you know, I was like, okay. I don't I don't think I want to want to be there. So I continued to work out. But uh, I remember working for a company. I don't want to say the name of the company just because on my other podcast, we, we talk about this company a lot and some treacherous things happen there. Not, not like bad on the company, but we were not the best employees. Right. But right. Um, we got a gym membership and, and my co-host for Clompton, Steve, he and I would go there every day. We were lifting. We were doing 225. So we're like, okay, let's do 225, see how many reps we can get on that. It's like, that's what they do at the NFL Combine. And I was repping it. Uh, I, you know, I hit that one. And I was like, oh my God, okay. Then the next Hell week, yeah. I hit three. Then, Hell you yeah. know, the week after that, you know, I went up to four. And then the week after that, and I was like, okay, you know, I worked up to 10 of them. I was like, oh shit, good round number. And then it got back in my head again. Why? And then I saw a dude. I saw a dude with biceps the size of a basketball, no bullshit. And it clicked in my head as I'm looking at him and I wasn't that big, but I was, I was, I was a, a meaty fella. And I was like, that dude can't yep. play no sports. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, that exactly. Um, but I looked at this dude. I was like, he can't play no sports. Nope. Like he can't play basketball. He can't do no football. He can't play baseball. He can't even hold a baseball bat. Look at his arms. And I was like, I don't want to be that dude. I want to work out. Or what's practical, you know, and then, you know, a couple years later, that's when I found jujitsu and it was like, okay, it, it all makes sense now. Yeah. I mean, like fitness is about having like your own goals, not only your own goals, but training for your goals and having realistic expectations and, you know, just going for it. Like people who, who, who like want to run marathons, but lift weights, like why? You know, like that, that's not conducive. You want to run marathons, 
do shit that's conducive to running marathons. Like yeah. train for your goal, but know what your goal is, and also don't compare. Uh, compare against yourself. Compare to you. Compare to yourself yesterday. Compare to yourself last year. Because like you, even twins can't compare to each other, and that's the closest thing. There are still differences between twins that you can't fucking compare them. Like I will yeah. never be fucking taller than them. I can't fucking wish I was six two, right? Like that doesn't fucking get me anywhere except in a negative headspace. Like let me be the best five eight I can be. You know my 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 muscle my muscle insertions, my muscle bellies, my limb length. It's not like the guy that I want to look like. So don't look at that guy. Look at yourself. And see what you can do with yourself. Comparison, man, what? that 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 will fuck you up in your head. Comparison is the thief of joy. Yep. When I was a kid, I so I don't know if I mentioned it here. I know I mentioned it quite a bit in other spaces, but I've been this height since the fifth grade. Mm. Uh, and Sarah, she was like, she didn't believe me. And when she saw my medical records from, <laughs> from childhood, she was like, oh lord. Uh, <laughs> And even like when I talk with Steve, we joke about it. But he was like, yeah, you were always the biggest kid growing up. You're bigger than all of us. I was like it. So I was five foot nine, 150 pounds forever. And once I hit high school, the thought was, OK, I'm going to hit a growth spurt. Yeah, I never I didn't gain any weight. <laughs> I definitely didn't gain any height. And I was just like, OK, well, what do I do? Even lifting weights during that time, because I was in weight training. Like, mm-hmm. like that, that was one of the classes was weight training. I took that class. You can take a freshman year, but the sophomore, junior and senior year, I took it every year along with any kind of sports class I could find, specialty sports, team sports, today sports, PE. If it was a sports class, sign me up. It weights, sign me up. And I was not packing on muscle. But of course, I was a kid. Promise, I, was doing, like, I didn't know what I was doing. Did, well, not just you didn't know what you're doing. Back, like people don't. People into fitness don't realize how good they have it now. Just like people with the internet don't know what it's like without the internet. We had shit information. Sports nutrition and sports science and training was fucking god awful when we were young. Nobody knew what they're doing. Yeah. Nobody had the science they have now. And everybody followed people who were writing up, who claimed to not be writing up, and we believed that shit. We re- we read muscle yeah. mags and shit like that, believing that motherfucker is natural and that we can just do what they do. It's all lies. Yeah. Well, I, I remember having uh, muscle and fitness, and yeah, yep. you see all the jack dudes, and it's like, oh my god! And fucking again, bodybuilders was, saying they're yeah. natural, eating fucking broccoli and chicken fucking breast and shit. They're all bullshit. Yeah, yeah, and, and like a lot of that, you know, it's like okay, you know, drinking protein shakes, you know, you know, drinking down creatine, all types of you know, fucking, you know, and, and the thing is, muscle and fitness, it's just a fucking big ass. You know, fucking hundred twenty-five page advertisement. Yep. Every just, just like the cartoons as we were kids. <laughs> it's just mm-hmm. to sell us toys. The folk, those magazines, just to sell supplements. Yep. And and the thing is about that time period too, they were capitalizing on that age group of people who were buying GI Joes because they watched GI Joe, buying Thundercats because and, they watched Thundercats, and, and now Terminator they're adults. and Arnold growing up, you know, and yep. Stallone and shit, who were on roids. Oh yeah. And, 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 and the thing is, I remember, you know, being into that lifestyle, but you know, the ideal of, you know, doing any kind of, well, so, you know, buying supplements, I didn't know what was what I was just like, I want to buy this, 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 and that. And I say, oh, well, I've never done steroids. I was like, I don't fucking know. I was just buying so much shit and ingesting it. 
Yeah, you know, I could have and, and a lot of the, a lot of the shit back then were was laced with roids. A lot of people were like supplements yeah. work. Yeah, they they work back then because a lot of them had fucking roids in it. <laughs> yeah, what was it? I can't remember the uh. There was a a fat burner that had um, was it a Fedrin in it? And then they took yeah, it out. Yeah, no, didn't work. Fenfen was not like was just over the counter. Now it's a fucking controlled substance prescription medication, fentermine. I mean, it works, but it also oh, yeah. be a heart attack if you just fucking take it willy nilly. Yeah, and I mean, and, pe- and people died. That's why they fucking took it off the shelf. It's like I remember, like taking it. I was like, dude, this shit is really working. It's like, I, you know, I was like ripped. I was like fucking cut, and it was like, then one day it was gone, and you know, I bought the substitute or not even substitute, but like the new formula. Yeah, I was like, huh, this doesn't seem as effective. And then then you find out, oh, because they took that out. And hmm, why is that? Oh, it's killing people. Yeah. Well, yeah, it doesn't have to kill everybody. But like all things, people fucking naturally just at least a small group of people will always abuse shit and ruin it for everybody Mm -hmm. else. And some people have pre-existing conditions and there weren't enough warnings on those things to be sold over the counter. Easy stack stack was ephedrine and caffeine works 100 percent works still works you yeah. can get it like in uh ufc when uh vitor belfort was taking all the testosterone and it <laughs> oh, wasn't oh, outlawed just fucking choosing <laughs> to the gills <laughs> oh my god like you, you if you test his uh levels it's fucking thousands over you know what it should be and they're just like eh, seems legit you probably make gains drinking his fucking blood bro Probably like <laughs> he sweats on you, and all of a sudden you just <laughs> yeah, you start getting jacked. Like, holy shit, what's going on? But um, you know, UFC was like, all right, we gotta outlaw it because this dude clearly is breaking all the rules. And yeah, but that's that's then, the main um, thing, I think like I, I don't care so much on other sports. Like, I actually want it. Like, bro, legalized roids. Like, it was great when people were just smashing home runs. Fucking oh, dunking yeah. on motherfuckers, throwing mm-hmm. fucking shot putts through the roof. Let me see that shit. Let everybody roid up as much as they want, but take keep it out of combat sports because that's just fucking dangerous. I agree. That's just killing people. Yeah, you're you, you're like very very likely to hurt someone majorly. But in baseball, like yeah, you might get pelted with the ball and you're gonna get into a fight. But all right, that that's very rare. It's not too often that happens. But cracking those home runs, I want to see a hundred home run season. And and the fact yeah. is, we all know we don't want to admit it. It's like. Fucking, if you are a professional athlete, you're probably on some kind of performance enhancing drug. And I don't blame you because that's where your millions of dollars come from. Why not? Yeah. And, and especially when everyone else is doing it. Was it like when Lance Armstrong got fucking yeah. shat on for, for blood doping or whatever? And they were like, let's give it to the next, the second place, the first place. And they find out like second to 30th place was all doing the same shit. It's like, yeah. If everyone's doing it, then it's fucking fair, bro. Just legalize it. And, and that, that's the funny thing about it. It's like, okay, so Lance he was killing it against everybody else who was doing it too. So clearly yeah. he was better than was everybody better. else. Exactly. If everyone wasn't doping, he would still be number one. Yeah. Like it's just so... like, it was, a, it was a level playing field. Like they sports organization want to pretend that voiding up the of PEDs don't exist or they know it exists, but they want to lie to the public anyway, like the Olympic commission. I I'm pretty fucking sure there's plenty of documentaries that says, yeah, Olympics know that fucking Olympians roid up. They just won't tell people about it. Yeah, they they you know, they actually just want the athletes to hide it better. And that's exactly what it is. I mean, in the NFL, it used to be 
you know, your, your steroid test. And it wasn't so much steroid test as much as it was an intelligence test. Yeah. You know when to stop taking it. You just gotta yeah. stop taking it three weeks ago and then you'd have been fine. Yeah. Just come right back. You, you'll be that, all right. That's, also another one. that's like, uh, I don't know how I feel about boys with um, uh, football because that is similar to a combat sport. You can, I mean, people yes. get fucked up anyway. Oh, yeah. But if you get, if you just let everyone roid up, I think people, motherfuckers be getting killed up and right. Well, I mean, you look at the 80s and early 90s, especially, that's where it was, you know, in, in its heyday where just everyone was like jacked up with either steroids or cocaine and or both, you know, yeah. Which is even better. Lawrence Taylor. Um, <laughs> you know. He came up with why not both? I mean, he was like, <laughs> they go, Hey LT, you want, you know, you want some of this and somebody else came in. You want some of this? And they're like, no, you can't mix them. You know, you can't have this with that. He was like, well, why not both? You know, it's like, yep. And then the guys were like, why not? You got the money for both? <laughs> like, yeah. Exactly. All right. But oh, um, hey, that's the same principle to me. Your body, your choice. You, you want to yeah. fucking drug up, do it. I'm, I'm all about it. I think there's I some, wish I could uh, ride up, man. It's just like I can't with my job. It's illegal. Like, I don't want to lose my livelihood. Mm, if if yeah. I wasn't in the profession I was in, I, I would 100% ride up. There, there's a... um. I don't know if it's this year, but it's going to be coming up apparently called the en- enhanced games or enhancement games, where basically it's it's going to run at the same time as the Olympics and it's going to be Olympic style sports and everybody's juiced on something. Yeah, I, I would rather watch that, bro. Yeah, absolutely. It's just like, you know, that's natural. That's like uh, untested bodybuilding and mm-hmm. tested bodybuilding. And I, I watch I watch both and I enjoy the natural stuff, knowing what you can do with a natural body. Even then, there's some people who cheat. There's some people who rise up, but there are. Of course. Obvious. But anyway, there it's good. I, I enjoy it, but the freak show is at the untested. That's the where the money is. That's where, like, if I had to choose between watching natural bodybuilding and juiced up bodybuilding, I'm going to watch the juiced up bodybuilding. Ooh, it's like we said with baseball. I want to see all the home runs. Yeah, like, just monsters smacking shit. Make the field bigger. Make the field bigger yeah. because they got too yes. big. Yeah. I mean, just just adjust. Now, football, I, yeah, that, that's a little little iffy because I mean, yeah, iffy, you're basically you're you're hitting each other. <laughs> you're getting into a car accident every play. Fools. I mean, I, I like it's controversial, but like I know it's it's, it's not going to go away because it's fucking football and it's too much in our culture. But it's a sport that is pretty proven now that it's not good. It, it, no. it there's no safe way to play football. Everyone gets fucking. Uh, Fucking brain trauma. Everyone gets fucked up. That's why there's all these uh, fucking football players that do wild ass stuff. It's not they're just naturally mm-hmm. fucking wild or have money. It's because they've been hit in the head too many fucking times. Yep. My uh, brother-in-law, uh, I want to say one of the Thanksgivings he came down and we're sitting there talking. And growing up, I, I was always into football, always playing video games, physically playing football, whatever. I always watch football, talk about football. That yeah. was the thing. So one year my brother-in-law comes down at thanksgiving we're talking sophie is a human now so she's you know walking around and doing <laughs> yeah it's crazy stuff. she's like a she's not like a baby anymore she's like a fucking little human it's wild to me yeah yeah like oh my god like it's scary <laughs> yeah and then just seeing the attitude that comes with her being a little human growing up is like okay and i have to think was i this way i was like mm, i don't know maybe 
It was like, yeah, she said some of the shit I said when I was a kid. Okay. But she, she's still a good kid in the sense of uh, we had some sparkly, uh, I guess, grape juice for New Year's Eve. And there was some leftovers uh, for the next day. And she acts too late at night to get some. And Sarah's like, no, it's before bedtime. Sarah goes to work. We're watching the Michigan game uh, against Alabama. And we're excited. You know, Michigan wins. You know, we're screaming. And Sophie's hilarious because she goes, she's like screaming. Yeah, I don't even know why I'm celebrating. And I was like, at least you're honest. Just, just um, the vibes, bro. Just the vibes. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. It, so then I say, okay, go grab the uh, little glasses. We're about to have a toast. We're going to celebrate. She was like, I can't. I was like, well, why not? She was like, because mom said no, and I don't want to lie to her. That's a great and I was like, yeah, I was like, oh my God. That wasn't me at all. <laughs> no. I'm no. like, juice me up. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, like, top me off. Give me another. <laughs> like more. More I'm going to tell. Um, yeah, that's a great but, kid, man. But I told her, I was like, look, at, you know, it's a little bit, and I'll let mommy know. I'll text her. So I told Sarah, she was like, mm, she's not in trouble. I was like, I know she's not in trouble. She was like, like, because she was like, basically, like, you're dad, you're her parent. You said it's okay because you're the one that has to deal with bedtime. I was like, yeah. And like, she knows, like, I don't fuck around. But um, my uh, brother in law, we're sitting there talking at Thanksgiving and we're talking football. And he goes, Jake, if, if you had a son, you wouldn't let him play football. I was like, actually, with all the information out there now and all the shit that my, my body is suffering from, absolutely not. And he was like, why not? And I was like, well, I just said it. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't process know that, that I first. And before you <laughs> yeah. ask the question, process the answer. Yeah. Well, he likes to argue, though. So it, it was one of those things where it's like, there's no argument here. Yeah, like, he just likes to be wrong then. <laughs> exactly. It's like, well, last not this, this not, past the jury is out, man. Football is terrible. Like, yeah. I, I get it culturally, socially, why you would let your children play football and want your children to play football. I get it, but like, don't pretend it's not bad for them. You know, it, it's yeah. bad. It's fucking bad. You jostle the little fucking brain. You you know your brain is not attached to your. I guess people don't know biology either. Your brain no. is just a fucking fleshy thing floating in juices in your bone in your bone box, which is your skull. It fucking floats around in there, and every time your fucking head moves too fast, it fucking bashes itself against the side of the box, and it damages it. It's not good. Well, I think the thing is, too, and and I find this to be commonplace, especially on the internet, you get a lot of people that speak on things that they don't have the experience of knowing. So you've never had a concussion from getting cracked coming across the middle. And you think, oh, you know, they'll be all right. It's like, no, they they won't be all right. Like. The NFL, you like know, the, the serious concussion. I think people don't don't because the word is passed around so much. It's used so much that it seems like a minor thing. Oh, you got a concussion, but it's a, it's brain damage. If you start calling yeah. concussion brain damage, people would look at it different. Oh shit! Instead of saying oh shit, he got a concussion. Oh shit, he got brain damage. I think people would treat well, it differently. The NFL is taking a better approach with the concussion protocol, whereas like you get if you get pulled from a game for a concussion. Like you're out, you're probably going to be out the next week as well. So, you know, things like that matter with them taking a stand on that. But the thing is, it needs to trickle down to younger as well. Cause you have Papa Warner, you have Little League, you have high school, you have college. And college is kind of in the same line with the NFL a little bit where you get a concussion, you're going to take some time off. High school, I'm not sure. I don't 
that I haven't been in high the, school in the, the 20 plus years. Like, there's no mitigating in this thing. Like, it's not just concussions as bad. Even if you don't get concussed, you're still getting your fucking mm-hmm. brain jostled in your fucking head every play. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you get, yeah. you know, it's hit not, in the chest. It's, it's cumulative. You, you're going to get fucking damage regardless. It's just how bad it is. Yeah, I mean, even my, my coach pointed out to me, you know, when I was doing the belt testing with the kids, you know, and, and you know, we're uh, striking and stuff. And, you know, the little kids, you know, peppering you with like little shots. He was like, don't let the kids just hit you willy nilly. It adds up. Those little shots yeah. do add up, too. And, you know, I was like, oh, yeah, it does. It makes sense. But, you know, again, having a better approach about thing. I mean, looking at boxing, I mean, boxing, you get knocked down, you get a standing eight count. Then you get to go back in there and get punched some more. Whereas MMA, if you get knocked down and you're, and it's confirmed, hey, you're not responding. This fight is done. It's done. Versus like boxing, it's like okay, stand them back up, keep going. Even though you just got knocked out, you probably shouldn't be back in this fight. <laughs> you don't know what day it is, but it's okay it's because I think at least it's viewed differently, right? Because like people view combat sports as in it's bad for you. Like you, you're you're getting your fucking brain bashed in. And you also know that you're getting your brain bashed in, whereas like football, it's not viewed the same way. Like people would let the kids, you know, play football that wouldn't let them box, you know, yeah, because they yeah. think it's a different thing when it's pretty fucking similar. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, soccer too, you know. Yeah, when you like, when they hit when they hit the ball, oh my god, when yep. when someone kicks a ball like fucking from all the way backfield and you fucking catch that shit with your fucking head, mm-hmm. it's bad. Yeah, but at least at least that's you can mitigate it at least because that's not like the central part of the game, right? You can take that shit to the chest. You can like if they wanted to make safety the number one priority, they can take that just like you know you can't use hands, right? You can't fucking touch the ball with your arms. They can make it so that you can't touch your ball with your head. Like I I know it changes the sport completely, but I'm just saying in a world where safety comes first, you can do that. Where in no world can you make football or any kind of sport similar to football safe. And I mean, again, they're trying, but the thing is, it's just not going to be the case. I mean, you have a lot of people who still complain about football saying, oh, they pussified it. They made it soft. And it's like, no, people are still getting fucked up <laughs> pretty badly. I think so, there I was mean, an argument where where they said, because, um, you know, we have all the safety equipment now with the helmets and the mm-hmm. pads. And stuff. They're, they're, I'm, they don't don't quote me on this. Like, I, I'm already saying this, this is just from what I heard that, like, it's actually worse because back when you're not using all the gear, then you don't feel as comfortable running fucking 30 miles an hour into another human being. You actually, yes. because you have less padding and less protective gear, that you, you're going to naturally be a little bit more tentative and safe with it. Just like bare knuckle boxing versus, you know, gloved boxing. Yeah, yeah. You know. Well, I remember playing neighborhood football in the backyard, and that was kind of a, a similar thing where it's like, we're not wearing pads at all. No one's wearing pads. Yeah. I mean, now every so often you would get that psychopath that would come out there and try to <laughs> murder somebody with his. Is that, like, is that psychopath in Dante? <laughs> Once or twice. Um, <laughs> but I mean, you know, backyard football, you know, for the most part, we were a lot safer because mm-hmm. we knew we didn't have gear on and the potential for injury, especially, you know, collisions were, were a lot higher. Because none of us knew how to, like, I mean, yes, you know, there's there's guys that played in school, but also, again, that's with padding. And then there are guys that, you know, don't know how to tackle without hitting somebody. 
instead of the yeah. idol like wrap them up and then wrestle them down people are like i gotta hit this person just charge them they're just charging into them yeah yeah it's like chill son like, like we ain't got on no pads so but there is something to be said about that safety with less equipment because yeah. you're going to be a lot more hesitant yeah, yeah. The, i mean that the the i think the common misconception is like that the body is getting hurt, right? You you padding up the body and like the the exterior of the head, you have helmet, so you're not you know getting bruises on the head per se. But what they're not protecting against is like the internal damage that you yeah. don't see. Yeah. That pads you can't pat the inside of your body. Yeah, I mean, again, if you get just hit in the chest, that's gonna you know cause a whiplash effect. That's also yeah. going to fuck up your neck. contribute to a concussion. Yeah. So you know there, there's a lot to it where i guess how we got here was like steroids so basically yeah. no steroids if you roid up and do that it's, it's dangerous enough as it is and if you roid people up and they're fucking running into each other at 30 miles an hour it's <laughs> fucking going to be really bad for the insides I, I mean you know again it could be like the enhancement games where it's like look all right everybody is here everybody knows what's going down sign that waiver just understand you probably got a two-year career out of this yeah. because like it's about to get gnarly so i mean, that, I mean that's yeah. the important part to me like i don't want to tell people what to do like i'm not saying you should ban football or anything what i'm saying is like don't lie about it and in, inform people right let people make an informed decision don't lie to the yeah. football player and be like your pattern will save you and then he signs up right like they look this is likely going to cause brain injury but you can sign up anyway and you know what uh, probably a lot of them still would because of the money or they love mm -hmm. football right but like informed consent is important in anything agreed agreed and these right. days especially the money that people are making like it, it's you know it, it's kind of that ideal like well yeah, you're getting players that are retiring early. I mean, Andrew Luck, who was a quarterback for the Colts, he retired early because he was having concussion effects and he was worried. You had some, I think he was 29 maybe, or he might be 29 now, but he was he was not over 30 for sure. And yeah. you, you're, you know, seeing younger guys at 24 and 25 retire. And I've always joked about it. I was like, if I had ever, you know, had the opportunity to make it into the league, you know, get on that rookie contract. And once that contract's over, what, in four years, five years? Mm -hmm bounce you made enough I mean, money if you, if you manage it right smart move. but i think the part of it, the allure of being any kind of like sports star is that you want to be a star you want to live that rock star lifestyle you want to be fucking yeah. fucking boats and hoes and shit all the time which is expensive <laughs> lifestyle it's expensive to boats and hoes every weekend dante did you know this but hey, man. if you were like a fucking normal ass dude who happens to be really good at football and you like i'm gonna be smart i'm gonna get a whatever minimum contract which is already millions of dollars bruh if you live a normal ass lifestyle right just like a middle class just a decent house decent car a fucking dog yeah. and a kid you can retire off of a couple million dollars man yeah like if you, uh, you, if you give me two million dollars right now i probably can make it so that i don't work the rest of my life so sarah and i were talking about this the other night because we worked with a guy years ago when we first met and this guy kept arguing with everybody talking about there's no way you can this was what 2001 he's like there's no way you can spend two million dollars you know in a, in a year and we're oh, already two million dollars in a day yeah, well, that's what I, said. I was like day. i was like dude i could spend two million today easy. yeah right now because <laughs> like, like there are items out there that cost more than two million dollars you can spend yeah. two million dollars and be in debt today 
You fucking <laughs> sign yourself up for like a fucking fucking yacht. <laughs> you put a down yes, payment for but, for two million dollars. You still owe forty. <laughs> you know. Like, like, let me go buy an island. You know. Right. It's like okay. It's like okay. The island was cheap itself, but oh yeah, there's the upkeep. There's all the other shit to the island. So the island might say, oh yeah, two hundred thousand. Ah, jokes on you. You got all this other shit to go with it now, and you know that's only within the first year. So, yep. yes, I could I could spend two million very quickly, yeah, but you can spend a lot of money real fast. But you know, we we're talking about it too. We we're like, look, I mean, honestly, you know, whatever the lottery is at right now, you know, one of the mega millions is like, you know, the minimum. I think it starts off at twenty million. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. let me get that. Oh, easy, easy money. Give me twenty million, and and. You know, everybody says it's like, oh, well, you know, you say that now, but once you get the money, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you're right. I don't know what's going to happen, but I can tell you what I, I know my preferences in life. I don't need a big house. I don't need a fancy car. I, I like the car that I have. The job that I actually have, I, I would stick with it because I do enjoy that job. I would, you know, yeah. I'd even just like, I look, mean, I'd volunteer, whatever. I don't know. But so we're already kind of covering those bases. Now, when I start looking around right at like there, the things that I like to do. Like, oh, I like to do this podcast and stuff. I would soup up my equipment, even though I think the stuff that I have is pretty sufficient. So, it, you know, but it's like and it won't cost that much. It's not like you're building a two million dollar studio. You can probably no. spend like two grand and have fucking great equipment. Yeah, exactly. And if, if, if even that, it's like I look at what I have. It's like, all right, I've already got a head start. But then I start looking. It's like, okay, well, I got a basement full of action figures. I, I get some more detolfs and just, you know, fill those up. And like, what's that? You know. I get five detox, so it's 500 bucks, yep. <laughs> you know? So it's like, you know, basically it's like, you give me 20 million, you know, I- I'll be all right. I- I'm, I'm pretty you know, sure I'm like survive. Like with lottery winners, like you see a lot of the stories, which is you know very common where people win money and they, they fucking have very tragic ends. But those are yeah. usually people who are either the smartest or didn't come from They They were like flat fucking broke. You know, they don't yeah. know how to deal with money. And there are the lottery winners who already like maybe not well off, but like the middle class of the middle class and they win the lottery. They live just fine. They they have they don't lose yeah. their fucking head when they win the money. They don't change the lifestyle. They don't tell the kids they, they win the lottery. They fucking keep everything normal except they have money in the bank and they work less. Like and yeah. they're fine. I mean, and it's I just think like that's you the- just it's up to the individual to be fucking smart about things is all. Yeah, that's the key right there. Just stay stay normal. Don't do anything crazy. It's like. You know, uh, and like I always say, it's like, look, I like the house that I'm in, but okay, let's say I win the lottery. Who might buy a different house, but it's not going to be a crazy house. You're <laughs> you not going to buy still- a 20 room mansion that requires fucking yeah. three butlers to maintain. But people do. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, it's not, it's not just winning the lottery because get like hitting stardom in whether it's sports or you're a fucking celebrity, actor, singer, whatever. It's the same thing as winning the lottery, basically, except you've got a fame to come with it, which is worse because everyone's in your face and you want to live mm-hmm. the lifestyle. But like you see a lot of them and I'm also terrible. You see like famous fucking musicians who are broke and in debt because they spent all the fucking money on dumb shit. Did, who, who was it that had like, didn't know, like, isn't it not uncommon for musicians or rappers or whatever that like buy huge mansions and now they're just fucking dilapidated because they had to fucking foreclose and the one wants to buy their fucking 20 million dollar custom mansion that doesn't work for anybody yeah i think like evander holyfield had like this bonkers mansion down in atlanta um who was it i think rick ross bought it eventually i believe it was rick ross but it was like had a bowling alley down there movie theater like all this crazy shit and it's like 
you know, and I feel like when, when you do stuff like that, sure, in the moment for you, for who you are, that's probably, you know, he likes the bowl. That makes sense. Um, As I pin my know. ride. <laughs> Yo, I heard you like boring, so we put a fucking boring lady in the truck. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, there's like, there's been articles about that shit and how fucking tra- tragic that is, where motherfuckers are like, yeah, they put a fish tank in my car, and then after the show was done, they took the fish tank out and left a big-ass hole in my car. It was like, god damn. Yeah, it was just for the show. They didn't give a fuck about my ride. But yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, I remember joking about that as a kid. I was like, yo, you know, you know, I want a million dollars. I would get this house, I have a basketball corner in the backyard, which is still reasonable for me because I like to shoot basketball. But, you know, you see like celebrities and a lot of times with NBA players, they have a basketball indoor basketball court at their house. And it's like, OK, that like, with like a pool, with like mini stadium in there with like fucking stadium seating and shit. I'm like, who are you, yeah, you inviting 300 people to watch you play back by yourself, bro? See, that's where it gets silly because it's like, oh, why do you need that many seats? Like, yeah. not necessary. But, uh, you know, in, in my own frame of thinking, it's like I look at just the things that I like to do. I like to do simple shit and I would keep it just like that, just simple. Get a, you know, nice little house in the area that I'm in right now. Or honestly, I'd probably move up there to you guys do fucking more oh, yeah. podcasting. Just oh, make yeah. it easier. Um, But. Well, we actually considered it at one point. Like, I like, mean, um, like, I don't know about now because since COVID, and stuff, oh, but before no, COVID, like the the pricing was great. Like, because I was closer to the city, and I'm, it was much cheaper for me to move out here because it's more rural. But the area is coming up, and fucking housing is crazy yeah. now. I, I think when we first, I think you all may have just moved there, and then I don't know if we had this place. Wait, how long? When did you all move out there? Two thousand nineteen. Okay, so no, then it, we we're already here then. So, um, I think like right when because we bought this place in 2016, and it it was one of those like it was on some like Forrest Gump shit. I didn't know what I was doing. I had a mental breakdown <laughs> in the middle of a mental breakdown. You know, you quit your job and then you quit your job and say let's buy a house. <laughs> and it's like I hear that. you know somehow in the middle of all of that, you know, the uh, HR still had me listed as an employee. And mm. when they were doing the background checks and everything, they're like, it checks out. This guy, you know, he's fine. He, he'll have the income for it. Meanwhile, I was unemployed. I was chilling. I was, I had. <laughs> Locked out. <laughs> I had, um, well, I'm, I, I'm not the most responsible with money, but I'm not the least responsible. So I had a stash of money mm. living off of it. And then also, you know, down payment and everything for the house. So, I mean, we were surviving. We were perfectly fine. And, you know, as I look back on it, I was like, holy shit, that was super irresponsible. But I mean, I was in the middle of a breakdown, so it seemed all right at the moment. Yeah. But um, our realtor was, it's one of those luck things. Oh, yeah. Well, for sure. It was all, all luck. And that's why I say I forced got my way into it. I, I didn't just, you know, this was hey, luck is a skill. Having good, okay, having good luck worth a lot. Um, but like when we bought the house, our realtor was like, yeah, you're getting in at the right time because the market's about to take an upswing. And I was like, yeah, you say that to all the buyers, I bet. And no, it was it was true. <laughs> but yeah. um, we, I actually just sent this um, video to Sarah the other day. It, it was uh, this guy talking about basically there are like certain categories of the middle class. And it's all based on, you know, how you bought your house. If you bought your house at this point with you know a kid or no kid you're probably paying this much for your mortgage and we're we're group number one 
where we're paying like 1400 or some shit like that. And we have one kid and, you know, we, we, we were the, the group that got in before it hit, because once you go to the next groups, it's like these motherfuckers are paying, like, you know, they need they to make, you know, like 150,000 per year. You know, this group next has to make 250,000 a year. This group has to make 600,000. And I was like, holy shit. And I sent it to Sarah. She was like, yeah, we really, really fucking got in at the right time. And I was like, yeah, because I'm gonna be honest. Well, she does so she doesn't know I had a breakdown. I just saw her, I was like, hey, I got laid off. Meanwhile, <laughs> like I went to lunch one day and just never went back. <laughs> like I like I got up from my cubicle and was like, Yeah, I'm going on break. <laughs> hey man, home. and you know what? It's, you're better for it, man. Oh, yeah. Killing people yeah. mentally. Yeah. I mean, the I mean, my last job was, you know. It, it was draining my soul. And mm-hmm. even Sarah has, you know, commented, you know, quite a bunch recently. It was like, you're so much happier because first off, I get home, you know, on a bad day, I get home at four, like four thirty. on a good day. I get home at about two thirty, three o'clock. Um, and, and I come home, it's still early in the day. I can still work out. I still, you know, can fucking sit on the floor and play action figures and dolls with Sophie and she's like, you're so much happier. It's like, I mean, I don't have to do a customers yelling at me for no reason. I don't have to, yeah, I, you know, I've had people threaten. I had, I had to do threaten to come up and fight my manager. My manager is a woman. <laughs> like he, and you know, I was at a different property one day and she called me and was like, yo, this dude is wilding. I was like, hold on. I, you know, I'm, I'm 10 minutes away. Let me ride down there real quick. Um, and then my last week there, he called and was ready to, you know, throw hands with me. He was like talking about his rent and insurance and all this. I was like, dog, (laughs) like you're fine. You ain't got to pay. You don't got to pay the insurance if you don't want. That's fine. I don't care. I was like, well, I don't want to pay. You know, y'all got to send me some back money. I was like, that's going to happen. I was like, hold on, hold on. I'll be up there. And then the woman takes the phone from him. I was like, hey, can we speak to, you know, my manager? And I was like, oh, she's not in today. It's just that we usually talk to her and it's just, it's no offense to you. I was like, no, I'm not taking any offense. I get it. I get it. Your your dude is fucking an idiot. And uh, good luck to you being with this dude. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, I was like, man, tomorrow's my last day. <laughs> I'm not. I'm Don't not try me today. Shit. Yeah, it's like, like uh, I will run you over. Hey, just because yeah, like, I'm wearing this shirt with this insignia on it does not mean I won't hit you with a car. Um, jo- I mean, but, job satisfaction and like just jobs in general is really fucking where people take most of their mental health hits at. Oh yeah, I mean the job that I'm at now. I mean, I remember in the interview, my my manager. She was her boss, whatever she is. I don't know what she is, <laughs> director. But you know, my my boss, I guess. She was like, "Look, it's important, you know, that you have a good work life balance. So when you have PTO, use that shit." And I told her, "I was like, look, you got me in here Monday through Friday, and I'm out of here before six o'clock. The work life balance is fucking solid already. So I mean, yeah. but you know, I do take the days when I need them. You know, like I've come up to uh, record Nerd Rage a couple times." You know, just in, in on a whim. And I was like, hey, I need this day off. And they're like, okay, cool. And I was like, what? I don't got to argue. I don't got to justify. Shit. So. I mean, that's why I love my job now. Like, um, I got offered full time last year. I turned it down. I reached, I just got offered to be manager this week. And I turned it down. They were like, you want to take over a store? They want you there. I'm like, nope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have benefits through my, through my girl. I, so like that's the, the only real perk of having a full-time or part-time job is 
Well, age job security, which I'm not scared about because everybody loves me. I'm a, I, I work hard. People want me there. I'm not worried about that. And yeah. B is benefits. And I already have benefits. So being a PR or like an as needed personnel, I can pick up whenever I want. Like there's nothing that beats that, um, that, that, that mentally. I don't know if it's a me thing, but a lot of times I work a lot, like even as needed, right? I'm not full time, but I'd be working full time hours or more. And like people are like, why don't you just take full time? And I'm like, it's a peace of mind thing. It's, it's like, I don't want to mm-hmm. feel trapped. I don't want to be like, you have to go here five days a week from nine to five every fucking day indefinitely. And you can't fucking do anything about it. That that just kills me. But if I chose to, like, I want to work five days a week. Like, same amount of hours. I want to work five days a week every week indefinitely. Like, just it being my choice, like, my brain just handled that so much better. Yeah, I think that's one of the more important parts of that too, though. Is like it's it's on your your terms. Exactly. You know, like you're not you're like, not you're not like trapped. Like being trapped is like oh, I don't know it's something with my brain that gets real fucking skis out when I feel like I'm trapped. That's why I don't like yeah. uh uh yeah. like obligated parties and stuff like family family uh, events and shit. I'm like I'm trapped. I have to be here and act human in my human clothes. Uh, <laughs> you know, I fucking hate it. Give me my tank top and shorts back. I don't want this fucking buttoned up and slacked. Dude, it, it's it's yeah. At that point, with a lot of these events, where it's like our uh, office work party. I never yeah, trust any of them. They, year, like, every year, people are like you should come to the Christmas party this year. It's great. I'm no, like, no, thank you. I already have no. to see you motherfuckers all the time. I'm not gonna choose to spend my time off to see you motherfuckers. Also. Well, like, I, I'm still, I still haven't been there a year yet. So people ask me if I'm going. I was like, I don't know that that's a good idea. <laughs> like, y'all don't really know me, and I'm not yeah. a bad person. I'm not a trouble person. But the thing is, it's like I'm a, you know, by a lot of standards, I'm kind of a weird guy. So we it's all, like uh, well, all of us in this group is. Yeah. Well, I, I think the thing is about it too. I, I feel like a lot of us, especially within, you know, our, our uh, grouping of, you know. Uh, really uh, the cool table network, you know, for lack of yeah. a better, you know, term, like all of us are weirdos, but we embrace it and we're not afraid to shy away from it when mm-hmm. we're, you know, within our groups. But it's like, if I go, let's say I go to the office work party, the, you know, there are people that they're weirdos though, but they, they want to mask being a weirdo. So mm-hmm. they play the game of whatever the societal norms are. And it's like, I'm I'm a 45 year old man that collects action figures, and you know, part of my other hobbies in my spare time is I roll around in pajamas with you know other grown adults, and we try to choke each other unconscious. These are my hobbies, and you you know you discuss this at a Christmas party or any kind of group out and at work, and they're like, "What the fuck?" Some yeah, people I might can't, say, like, oh, "Passionately cool. talk about fucking eating ass in public." <laughs> I, I mean, you know, like I am passionate about ladies' buttholes. But if I were to just say that in, in like a, in a fucking Christmas dinner, people would look at me crazy. But if I say on here, yeah. it's fine. You know that I love ladies' buttholes, and you you cool with that, right? Right. Well, and, and, and <laughs> I, I mean, dude, trust me, Kalamton, we be saying some wild shit that we right. we don't edit Kalamton, but we have to edit Kalamton when shit like that comes <laughs> out. I was like, yeah, just just take that off the record. Yeah, but, but the but thing, the thing is, is, everyone's like, fucking weird. People just you. pretend they're not. They just like yeah. I, well, I was just talking about nerd rage this week. Like I'm just mad that everyone's pretending to be this normal thing. Where I'm sure there are normal people out there, but a majority of people are just acting normal. And some of us refuse to act normal, and we're the weirdos because we refuse to pretend to be something we're not. 
Yeah, I, I think it's weirder to try to fit into a a group that's you know super buttoned up and like oh well you know i like all the same music as everybody else or you know we like all the same movies or we like all the same things like you know sometimes it's okay to be you know that weird kid that you know you might like you know fucking broadway musicals and there's nothing wrong with that you know but but the group was like, oh, really? That's interesting. And it's like, meanwhile, one of those people in that group was probably secretly like, yeah, dude, that shit is rocking. One of those are tight, you know? <laughs> but they can't say that because they'll be labeled, you know, oh, you're a weirdo They want too. to conform. They want to conform to social norms. And it's, it's weird because it doesn't yeah. really exist. A bunch of people, just, I don't know why. It's just like anyone who ever is like, yeah, you shouldn't cuss. Cussing is bad. Like everybody, they're, they're small, they're small population that don't, but like everybody fucking cusses. Why can't we cuss at work? Everyone, every customer that comes into the store cuss, and every single motherfucker that I work with cuss. If everyone just fucking cuss, it's normal because it is. But people pretend it's not. People pretend it's not professional, even though it's normal speech. Yeah, Sophie, the other day, uh, we're sitting there playing video games. And I don't, we're, I think we're playing Mario Kart. And <laughs> she kept crashing. She kept saying, damn it. And I heard it. I don't care. Then I think the next day, I'm at work. And she was playing with Sarah and she said it. And for whatever reason, they had a back and forth, not like a bad back and forth, but you know, so she's like, don't tell dad. And so Sarah and I are talking. She was like, she doesn't want me to tell you. And I was like, like, rule number one, you just broke, you know, broke that trust. <laughs> yes, we we should have like a relationship too. And you know, it's, it's all family, all the trust. But I was like, well, I heard her say it, and I don't care. It's a word. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's a and word. There's nothing that, inherently know, bad about it other than some motherfuckers decide to assign it as part of the bat column for no reason. Yeah. Like we were watching some, I think um, we might've been watching Malcolm in the middle and someone said hell. And Sophie was like, she repeated. And I was like, eh, I mean, it's a word that like, you know, a lot, of, you know, I, I don't, don't say it to me, you know, cause that's kind of my rule with cussing. It was like, if I'm not cussing at you, don't cuss at me. Mm. Like, I don't care. Not cuss. Yeah, at, cussing at yeah. and cussing as part of speech is two different things. Yes. So like at work, the, the you know, one of the people that I work with, um, you know, because I, I work with um, individuals with uh, IDD and um, they, they um, the, the guy, he he's what, 32. So he's aware he's an adult and, and he likes to cuss. And I don't mind if he cuss, just don't cuss at me. Right. And Which is that's, 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 a, that's a respect thing, not a language thing. Yeah, and I always told him like like he'll say something to me like um like if we're playing basketball or something, and he'll say, "Oh, I'm gonna beat your ass." And I was like, "Hey, hey, hey, don't don't cuss at me. I don't cuss at you. Don't cuss at me." Yeah, He's like, "Why? I'm an adult." <laughs> He's like, "Yes, I get that you're an adult, and you can say you know you can say all the cuss words you want as long as you're not directing them at you know me or a person for that matter, really." So he'll say to me like if we're like bowling, and he'll he'll like throw like mad strikes. He'll turn to me. He's like. Can I have one cuss word? I'm like, knock yourself out, buddy. He goes, holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> that's cute. But, you know, but that's the whole thing. It's like, they're just fucking words. I mean, and, and Bobby, you know, spoke about this years ago when, when Jaina, you know, when they were playing Sorry and Jaina said shit. And he tells yeah. a story about her, you know, asking, you know, what's the big deal? And, you know, it, it, yeah, exactly. It's, it's not. I mean, there's a time and a place in, in you know, his explaining to her. It's like, you know, and my goddaughter got in trouble at school and her mom approached me about it as if I should be the disciplinarian on it because mm. uh, my goddaughter spending the weekends here with us. 
So, and at this time, I believe I was teaching her to drive. So, <laughs> Jesus Christ, now I think I think she was 12 when I was teaching her to drive. Wow. Um, but I remember we were sitting there talking. Actually, no, she wasn't. Yes, she was. Because I remember after we had the discussion, I started cussing a lot more. But um, Yes. That's how it works. <laughs> once, once it becomes acceptable, you just do it normally. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but um, I it says so. It's like, so uh, what's up? I heard you got in trouble at school. What's going on? She was like, yeah, you know, I said some bad words, and uh, you know, I was fighting. I was like, so let me guess, the fighting was roughhousing with your friends. She was like, yeah. I was like, and what about the cussing? She was like, I said shit. I was like, okay. So here are the rules on cussing that that I like to live by. I don't cuss around anyone that's you know that could be my child. Like I cuss around my kid, but I don't cuss around other people's kids. Hmm. Um. Cause I don't want to be that. I don't want to be the bad influence. Cause again, people are weird about that shit. So it's like, Oh, my kids now saying cunt because of you. I was like, eh, Shut up. Cunt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, um, I told us like, I don't cuss around anyone that could be my child. And I don't cuss around anyone that's old enough to be my, you know, my parents or my grandparents or whatever it may be. And she was like, okay, that's fair. And I was like, yeah. So with that being what it is, let's fucking learn how to drive. And then, you know, we won't speak of the shit anymore. And then from that point at the music change in the car, you know, like you, become, you, you get to be everyone gets to be themselves more. That's what it, yeah. that's, that's that's what it comes down to. Like you start yeah. you start dropping barriers, for no, you Ooh, know, at, like fake barriers for no reason. At her wedding, I was walking her down the aisle or whatever. I guess giving her away, whatever the traditions are. I'm not sure, but um, <laughs> you were there. <laughs> yeah, I showed up. I was supporting. Um, so we're standing there, you know, everybody's out in their seats and everything. And she and I were standing there waiting for the doors to open to walk down. And she looks at me, she goes, Hey, you all right? And I was like, are you all right? She was like, yeah. And then she goes, it's weird that like the two most awkward and anxious people are about to walk down this aisle. And, and it's just surreal. And I was like, yeah. And she looks at me, she goes, Hey, I was like, what? She's like, don't fuck this up. <laughs> <laughs> and and dude, there's That's just something great. about that that made That's me love that kid so much more. And uh it and that's just the thing, it's like they're just fucking words. Say what you say. I, I tell people when you come on this podcast, I'll stop debating them, man. People. And people, when people tell me not to cuss, I'm like, okay, what's the bad word? Shit? Okay, why is it bad? Like the the, yeah. the, the thing it comes down to is most of the quote unquote bad words, people cannot fucking actually rationalize to you why it's bad why they think it's bad and why you shouldn't say it they can't because there isn't a reason so they just end up fucking getting emotional and losing the fucking argument that that's all mm -hmm. there is to it there's no no, no difference in saying shit than saying shoot than saying poop it's all the yep. same shit is literally just feces bruh. and we can say yeah. feces why can't we say shit it's a control it, thing just, people want to control fucking folks. stupid and I, and that's why we that's and, and and circle back that's why i don't fucking go to mandatory events because i can't be myself and i feel trapped i feel trapped in this human skin suit that i don't like to wear like i, I go to my my um grandparents you know holidays and stuff like that and it is kind of a little bit of that to a degree but the fact that my cut like because my grandparents they're there you know because it's their home but they're kind of just there you know they're not really involved in the going ons <laughs> So it's like me and my cousins just like bullshitting and cussing at each other. And then like we all have kids now. So, you know, it's like watching the kids do kids stuff and, and watching them grow up doing the shit that we were doing when we were that age. But it's like there is this moment of like this. Yeah, it's like, can I be me? And it's like I should be able to be me because this is family. But every so often there's this weird moment that creeps in where I'm like, I don't feel 
comfortable. Like when I go to Sarah's family's home for Christmas Eve, I for sure am uncomfortable. Oh just giving God. the history I, I, there. I, I just, we start having fucking Christmas at my house this year. Like her family, they're all cool. They're all fine. I just like, I am fucking uncomfortable. Yeah, I can't, yeah. I can't, I, 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 I feel like I can't say anything. Because I have a hard time censoring myself. So I'm just like, mm-hmm. listen, it's like, yep, I am. Yes, everything's normal. Yes, work is good. Life is good. But yeah, house, nice. Drive, how was your drive? Weather, great. <laughs> you know, it's like. Yep. I No, I, I get it. And, and the funny thing is, I think her dad does try to, he, you know, he knows I like football. So we talk football. This year, I'm a Detroit Lions fan. So the Lions game was on TV. So we're watching the game at their house. And it, it, it was but it's still just very uncomfortable for me just because there's a history there with, you know, them before they met me, they just prejudged. And then also too, it's like, I don't know what stigmas are in their head. So it's like, I don't know how, you know, it's like I could be me and I'm, I'm perfectly fine with being me. I embrace me. But then the thing is too, it's like, this also affects my wife. Yeah, that's, that, that's the thing. That's that's the, you have to worry about the other people. Like I, I get it. Mm. That's where I'm at with that too. But like, I know, like it, once, like I started cussing. My, I don't remember. This was a while, while back. But like I remember, started to cuss a little more around my parents, and it seemed to be okay. And then I just start talking normal. And you know, I fucking cuss like a sailor. And like <laughs> I just slowly gradually gradually start talking normal, and they were completely cool with it. And they start talking normal. Our relationship has like skyrocketed since around that point when I can start feeling like being myself and talking like I want to talk. Like we became, as an adult, because your relationship with your parents, parent-child relationship changes when you become adult because you no longer rely on them. Mm-hmm. They have no authority over you. Like you can't have that same relationship anymore. It has to be more like an adult, almost like friendship, respectful friendship, and yes. you have to have that connection and be able to be yourselves around each other to keep that connection. I think well, personally, that's from my experience. I agree. I, I do see a lot of friends of mine now as adults that it's weird. Cause they've, they, they felt that way when they were younger, but now as they are older, it, it's almost like a few of my friends are kind of falling into that, that situation now of like, you know, in their twenties, they, they had that perspective, like, yeah, you know, I don't rely on you. And even though now they don't rely on their parents, it's more of a, like, okay, you know, whatever my mom or dad says, you know, they're absolutely right. And it's like, you're older now, you should actually be more firm in your belief of what you have you are, researched yeah. or, you know, what you believe in versus well, my parents said this. Cause in my they're just fucking humans, you know, man, your parents are just fucking yeah. humans. Yeah, exactly. And, and they made mistakes a long way just like you they're not perfect so you know i have a friend who i had an electric blanket <laughs> years ago and they're like yeah i don't use electric blankets because my mom said it causes cancer and i was like okay so let's unpack that <laughs> like first off wrong second off like when like do you just believe in anything your mom says because i remember there's one point where you said your mom was crazy and yes. you know that statement there kind of confirms it a little bit but um and you know for all i know you know electric blankets could probably cause some issues that you know we haven't found like, it yet you know lots of shit that we have causes issues but yeah i mean you know to say oh electric blankets cause cancer is like really that's how like like give me the science on that exactly. <laughs> just show, show me the all. data that's what it comes down to yeah but um you know it's like my grandma uh, yeah it's like and, and 
I was supposed to have her on the podcast last year, but I, I for sure dropped the ball there because it was supposed to be her and my grandfather. And my grandfather made it very clear he doesn't want to be on. He was like, I'll be there, but I don't want to do it. <laughs> I was like, just, ah, just, okay. just mic him up and just start to get, get him talking. He'll, he'll talk. Now, well, he's got, mics, man. he's got bad hearing, so that's part of the frustration. <laughs> so it's like, if he can't hear you, he just sees your mouth moving. He's like, I don't want to fucking be here. So he <laughs> was like, all right, well. Uh, you know, so I'm going to try to reschedule Fair. with my grandma and and just have her on. But, um, you know, sitting there talking with my grandma about things, you know, it, like I've now felt like I've grown more into that role of like, you know, I don't have to fear, you know, how I talk. Like, And I've always been me around my grandparents, you know, where it's like I'm a I'm a wild dude and I'll say wild things and wildly inappropriate things at that. And especially, I, I like to do that around my grandma, especially to make her uncomfortable. <laughs> but it doesn't phase her. She, she doesn't flinch. Like I, you know, I'll say shit out in public and like do wacky things, and she just she didn't bat an eye. But you, also keep in mind too, she raised eight of the wildest kids in Detroit, so she looks at That's me like bitch. Of, like... <laughs> it's just like you can't phase me. But it, it's just a matter of like you said, they're humans. You know, they, they fuck up just just as we fucked up. I mean, with Sophie, I don't ever try to play my word is perfect. My word. Although I do have my kid convinced I'm, I have superpowers because <laughs> she, she she will ask me it's every day. Impress, bro. <laughs> Dude, well, because we're playing Uno and the way she does the cards, she doesn't realize she's dealing with where I can see as she throws the cards so what i'll do is i'll pick three cards specifically and i'll say this 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 and that and i'll say like pick them up and tell me and she'll pick them up. i was like oh my god how'd you know i was like is that part of your powers i'm like yes baby it's like can you see <laughs> through things a little bit yes but it's exhausting so i get very tired and she was like do you have a do you have a super villain that you fight and i was like not anymore why because i killed him <laughs> like she Perfect. like but She's constantly asking questions like, where's your secret hideout? Where, when do you fight other villains? I was like, baby, I'm retired. Um, she's like, when will I get my powers? I was like, probably when you're 13. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, like, I don't. It's like, I, I kind of opened the door that I, I wish I didn't because now the questions are starting to get more and more frequent. And it's like, okay, I've, I've fucking created a monster that at some point I'm going to have to explain to her. Probably, you know, probably around, you know, when the whole Santa Claus thing break. I'll yeah. probably just have to be like, look, I, I don't really have powers. I mean, you, you were a kid. I mean, I was done when I was a kid, too. Trust me, you'll yeah. grow out of it. I know you will. You're very smart. I mean, you, just the fact that we believed in dumb shit as kids shows how fucking idiotic we were as kids. Yeah. Well, we talked about a couple years ago on a Christmas episode here. We were talking about like, what age did we stop believing in Santa Claus? And I moved in with my grandparents in 1990. I believe I was 12 and I don't know if I still believe in Santa Claus, but they still did the Santa Claus thing. So I feel like part of me was like, I think I believe because it was that question was like, I'm pretty sure there's no Santa Claus, but then, but they still went along with the Santa Claus thing. So I was like, maybe there is, maybe I don't know what to believe anymore. So, you know, I, I wake up the next morning and the um, cocoa that we left out had, you know, lipstick on it. And they're like, oh, he must have sent Mrs. Claus. And in my mind, I was like, holy shit, he probably did. He's got a lot of houses. So he probably sent Mrs. Claus. Like, mind <laughs> you, I'm fucking 12 years old. So, it, you know, like it, it didn't make sense for me to believe in this, but I did. And most kids are like at, at about maybe nine, 10. 
you know, it's like, okay, we fucking get it. even Sophie mentioned, like, I don't know if he's real. <laughs> it's like, oh shit. <laughs> oh shit. We we you know, we we may, you know, this may be canceled soon. You know, we might have to make other moves. But how fucking old is my kid? I think she's maybe she'll be I don't know how my kid I, don't I think know. she's seven. She might be seven. She she's similar she's like in between Selena and Leia, right? So she's so she's, she's like older a couple than months Leia, older than Leia. Sure. Like a couple months. They're the same year. So, I, so like what year are we in? Seven? Wait, She'll be turning. We just turned 20, 20, 2024. Time so she's going to turn. Time is fucking weird. Yeah. Can't yeah, believe that is. fucking baby is eight. Goddamn. Dish, dude. I can't. Well, I mean, even looking at like, you know, Bobby's kids and seeing them grow. Well, watching. Leia didn't exist when I came around. Fucking, <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. Uh, this whole, whole new human being came from nowhere. I mean, yeah, it's like I remember, you know, when Jaina was like, Itty bitty. And it was like, oh well, yeah, God, when Jaina like, was Leia's age, when I first started being being friends with him, um, I remember Jaina being seven. Fucking shit, got yeah. a job now. <laughs> oh yeah, that, that's, work. <laughs> like that blows my mind. It's like that kid is working. She's like, you know, she's, you know, soon. She, she's like contributing to society. You know, it's bro. Like, speaking of driving lessons, like I don't know, there's a sidebar, but like this fucking past week, man, um. I, I work next to a a chapel. One of my location works next to a chapel, and they had some kind of a memorial service. And actually, there's going to be a funeral next week. Actually, I have to recover for I have to work an extra day next week because this dude died. But this dude died. The, my coworker told me, oh, he died because he got ran over by his daughter teaching her to oh. drive. And I was like, oh. poor, poor wow. kid, man. She's going to be scarred for life. And they were like, no, Jesus. she was she was 31, and he was like in his mid to late 50s. Oh, I, I, that was that was so hard to unpack for me in my brain. A thirty-one-year-old lady being taught how to drive ran over her dad accidentally. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's I can't, I can't even. They were like, "Can you that's... work?" I'm like, "Okay, wow. just put me down for the schedule, man. It's fine. I, I don't." <laughs> it's not computing for me right now. I'm, I'm like, exactly, I'm exactly. It just there's so much shit that comes into play with. I don't. There's too many questions I don't want to ask. Well, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. There are questions. I'm like, I don't know that I want to know. Yes. Um. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I mean, that's fucking insane. Just, yes. just the, the circumstances. Every part of that story is insane. Words. Wow. Okay. Um. <clears throat> that's. I don't know where to go. The way to segue out of that, by the way. <laughs> No, I, I just, <laughs> dude. Why? Like, why? Because like, I just started my diet. Because everyone else. Because that's normal. I mean, it's normal for me. Because like I always gain weight over the holiday season, like most people. So like I, I, I go into a mini cut in January. But man, tell me why my like Instagram feed and everything is always just food. Like when you can't eat is when all the food shows up on your fucking feed. Actually, that's just what's been happening to me now. Is that um. On my Instagram feed, that's all I'm seeing, and yep. it just started. What on? Uh, yeah, early, early on Friday, yep. I've just been seeing all these recipes and killing me, man. Them. Fucking killing. Yeah, saving me. Like, all right, when I'm when I'm off this diet in fucking two months, I'm gonna eat all this shit. The well, so, like, so there's some things though. It's like basically meal prep stuff, and I was like, okay, I like that. I'm going to. Uh, bookmark this. I'm actually gonna try this uh, slow cooked chicken, garlic honey chicken next weekend, and uh, meal prep it Sounds for the following week. 
sounds yeah, like it's was, uh, high protein with protein to calorie ratio sounds good. It was like uh, some jasmine rice, um, you know, in one compartment and then the chicken in the other one. I was like, okay, I can dig it. And let me go ahead and uh, check this out. And then, uh, you know, just, well, and that's the thing this week, you know, it, it's a weird circumstance how it happened. So, you know, New Year's Day, you come into the year, I'm like, all right, I don't do New Year's, New Year's resolutions, but January 1st is kind of a good start point for a lot of things. So I was like, mm-hmm. Let's not be a dickhead with our food. I'd already been kind of slowly working my way into eating better anyway. So we start on the first. You know, I do a pretty decent job with just not eating junk food. It was like the idea was like, don't eat sugar. Don't like, you know, bullshit sugar. Like, don't go get a bag of honey buns. Like you can't eat you bars know. or like drinking drinking your calories is the worst. Like, it's like 200, yes. 250 calories per fucking bottle of soda. It's, it's a waste. It's yeah. a waste so of calories. You put me onto that, uh, that, that, uh, Canada Dry, uh, Joint though the diet, oh, the diet dry. Dry? yeah, the ginger ale's a shit. I, I told Sarah, I was like, look, if there's any of them that I'm gonna drink, get that one because it's good. And you know, it's like, and and honestly, I don't like to drink a whole lot of soda. I have a Gatorade right now, mm. but um, you know, it, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, I, I've been drinking like liquid IV, been drinking water, you know, just bullshit. But it's like, all right, I'll have this uh this water right here. And just kind of live my life or or just Gatorade and live my life. But um, on Monday, I was like, okay, you know, when I factor in all the bullshit that I've been eating, it's like, holy shit, I I don't really eat a whole lot. (laughs) So (laughs) let's like really, really taper down. So, you know, I started eating some fruit. My body, I think, went into shock. It was like, what the fuck are you doing? Um, So on Tuesday, I come home and Sarah, she was going to make this uh, cabbage uh, dish. But with her working at night, it's, it's just she got you know, kind of behind and she was like, Oh my God, you know, dinner. So like, look, just order something out. It's fine. It's not a big deal. I just won't yeah. eat like an asshole, you know, because yeah. that's, th- that's, that's don't eat like an asshole. You, you yeah. can't eat out. Just, just have a couple of slices of pizza not the whole fucking pie though. Correct. Portion control. And Portion control is like a majority of it. So we, we ordered subs from, um, Oli's around the corner. It was like, okay, cool. Now earlier in the day, again, Apple, banana, uh, water, you know, um, what else did I have? I had um, some uh, cashews, you know, shit like that. Just kind of things snacking on throughout the day, just kind of fucking around until I, I, I figure my life out. Get home, I eat the sub. But right before I eat the sub, my stomach started feeling funny. Hmm. And then I, you know, I, you know, eat the sub and then I really didn't feel good. Sarah goes to work and I'm in bed in a fetal position, just not in. I felt horrible. Like sharp ass pains. The last time I had a pain like that, I ended up with a blockage and I was in the hospital for a week right before mm-hmm. Sophie was born. So I was concerned because I don't have that that free insurance I used to have from my last job or my job that I had the breakdown at and left. Yeah. Um, so I was like, I can't afford a week in the hospital. But, you know, I, I, I got through it. I was fine. But the entire time I was like, I promise I won't eat like an asshole if I get through this. I promise. I promise. I promise. <laughs> um. And, and, you know, I, I feel better now, just some discomfort, but, you know, in my mind, it's like, okay, this is a clear cut sign early in the year, especially don't be a dick, just eat, like you said, portion control. And mm-hmm. I don't even so much stress about like, yes, you want to eat the right things, but I also don't stress about like, you know, don't torture yourself. Don't, Hey, you know, there's a cookie. I'm going to have a cookie. Don't eat a box of cookies. But right. hey, there's a and, I mean, it depends on it depends on 
your own goals too. Like I said about training, training for your goal. Now it's nutrition is, is the same. Eat for your goals and how to prioritize. Like, are you trying to look good at the beach or are you trying to be a fucking uh, bodybuilder, right? Like if you're yeah. not trying to be a bodybuilder on stage, you don't need to fucking be stringent like one, you know? Yeah. And, I, I and it's like no, and like that's a that's a big misconception as well. We were talking about how when we were young, there was a lot of mis misinformation being being spread, and and mm -hmm. which is bad for then. But part of the lingering issue that's the real problem is that a whole generation of us, right, a whole generation of people were raised now with bad information, who cannot unfuck themselves. I had to unfuck myself, and yeah. when I was when I got into fitness and I actually got in shape and stuff, I was thirty one when I looked into the science of it. But up until that point, I was still going off of false information. And to this day, you talk to people in the thirties and forties who grew up in that era that refuse the fucking evidence of today because they were basically brainwashed. There's no such thing as clean food. First of all, it doesn't exist. No. Like, like if there's no definition of something, it doesn't fucking exist. You, what is clean? What is clean about chicken breast and broccoli that isn't clean about fucking steak or or fucking sub, right? What all it comes down to at the end of the day is nutritional value. It is calories. First of all, first of all, most majority of what people, the everyday everyday person, people want to lose a few pounds or whatever. Calories. That's all there is to it. Calories. But those of us who are into uh, performance in any way, you know, whether it be weightlifting or sports or anything, and you want to have um, some muscle mass, basically some performance, you need to have a certain amount of protein. If you mm -hmm. can take care of your calories and your proteins, everything else will fall into place. People are really worried about fucking carbs and fats and shit. And I'm telling you, it it really for the average person it does not fucking matter. Just like meal timing, it does not matter at all when you eat what for the average person. Uh, look at it, look, look at it in this way. So let's say 100%, right? Doing 100% of everything you possibly can is to make you as fit as possible, okay? Calories and protein is, eight, let's say, I'm just making up numbers, but... Uh, uh, the importance of it is about 80% of it, 80 to 90% of it. And like meal timing, uh, fucking carbs and shit, maybe fucking two to 5% of it, right? So why are people trying to focus on getting those two to 5% and ignoring the fucking 80% when you can just do the easy fucking thing and get the most? Like it's, it's people are just brainwashed by fat diets, by fucking influencers and their fucking weird one one weird trick shit none of that shit fucking matters man like people need to get over it and just track the fucking calories is all and, and protein Ooh. which is really important for, 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 for performance yeah. and um it's about when you say the closest definition i can think of when you talk about clean food or healthy food is nutritionally dense that's how much micronutrient it is per calorie, just like how much protein it is per calorie, right? So we we're talking about earlier, uh, every candy bar, just about every candy bar is about 250 calories, like a Snickers or a Kit Kat. Yeah. 250 calories, zero protein, basically zero nutrition. And you'll get hungry real fast. Try to eat 250 calories worth of lettuce and you'll fucking die. <laughs> you know, it's about volume, about nutrition. 
like a an apple is about 100 calories yeah it's carbs it doesn't have much protein but the nutrition value is fucking through the roof you got all the fucking you know vitamins and shit so it's just yeah. about first of all where about your calories how much you should be eating and and then making sure you get all your nutrients you need in that because you can let's say you're a fucking daily caloric intake is 2000 you can eat one two three four eat eight can you eat eight snickers bar right you eat eight snickers bar a day and that will fulfill your caloric need you won't lose or gain weight but you'll become unhealthy as fuck because you'll be malnutrition and you have no protein or in the same 2000 calories you can have one snicker bars and the other 750 calories don't eat like an asshole and you'll be pretty good to go so i mean that that's what i try to to drill into people who comes to me a lot of people come to me over the years for advice and help and over the, i used to spend a lot of time to try and help people and over time i became cynical realizing people are either looking for confirmation bias right or mm -hmm. they're not really they just want to ask questions and not do the thing so i give them an overview of what they should be doing and if they are i see that they are actually trying to do the thing and they come back to me for more advice and i will spend all the because i love fitness and sports nutrition i spend all the time in the world trying to help them get what to whatever goal they have with what what information i have and and that's it the, my, my number one thing is if you are unwilling to download a free app there's tons of them out there now and just fucking log and track your calories every day then being in whatever shape you think you want to be in isn't that fucking high priority in your life and don't lie to yourself which is fine like i don't care if you're morbidly obese 600 pound person if you're fucking living your best life man more power to you i'm happy for you just don't pretend you want to be a 150 pound person when at heart you want to be a 600 pound person sorry i, I ran I mean, no, no 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 that that's fucking great because honestly that was again where the podcast was supposed to be but you know how we uh, market we an go. hour and a half in is when we're stuck talking about <laughs> nutrition people were like we want to look at the title episodes like what the fuck this one was talking about football car accidents <laughs> like like cuss words and, and then they get to like that hour and a half it's like okay I, I should put that in the notes at about you know 90 minutes in you'll get what you're looking for but um but no that that's just the thing too it's like like you said, download a, you know a free app. That's all it takes. I mean, you know, and, and it, it, it takes. Power is what I use because I've used for years, and it it keep it's yeah. kept every single thing I've logged into it since 2012. Because when oh, 2013, because that's when I started my fitness. Every single thing I've ever lost since 2013 is in there. That's that's the only reason I haven't switched. I think there are better apps out there now, but because my entire history is there, I've been doing it for 13 yeah. fucking years, man. I've been using uh, Lose It for a long time, and. I actually just re I, I started a new account with it. Uh, I think part of it is I didn't remember the password for the old one, but yeah, it had, it had all of my history from, I don't know fucking when, like whenever, like maybe 2011, 2010. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, looking at it, it's like, it used to be where I could scan, you know, um, yes, yeah, yeah. It used to be free. You can just scan barcodes. Now you have to pay for it. Yeah, which like, yeah, it's not the, it's not the worst thing to pay for com in comparison no. to like a fucking streaming service, you know. But you and can I just not it, be lazy and log it in manually. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. So it was like I, I was used to like scanning, so I went to scan. I was like, nope, you got to pay for the new feature for that. I was like, oh, well, I can just type it in too. Yeah, because exactly. I mean, if you type in the name of what you're eating, it's going to come up anyway. So it's like, yeah. oh, and if I not, just you can add an entry and it'll be in there forever. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you know, but 
you know, tracking goes a long way. And and that's the thing. If you're tracking and you're paying attention to it, you know, where, where there's progress, you can see, you know, all right, keep that's doing 80, this. At least 80 to 90% of it, man. Like it, it, mm-hmm. it's damn near 100% for most person because the average person don't want to be on stage. The average person wants to look better naked. That's it, basically, right? They just yeah. want to look a little bit better naked. And if all they did was track, they could damn near everybody can get to their goals just doing that. They just thinking about well, when um, I was at jujitsu recently and I was, my fucking stomach was in the way. I was trying to fucking invert and I was like, yeah, like I can invert like it, it you know, if, if I'm forced into that situation, I could do it. But if you're like, hey, give me a Granby roll. <laughs> Let's not like, why am I going to do that? And part of it was just, I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a you know, got stomach in the way now. So it's like, okay, well, let me get my eating under control. Let me, you know, stop being a dickhead, but also training jujitsu, you know, working out and training that's going to benefit jujitsu. So it's like, all right, don't come in here trying to be a fucking power lifter or, or, you know, a bodybuilder because that's not going to benefit my jujitsu. You know, do exercises. You can do some cardio, you can do some weightlifting to like augment your training, but that shouldn't be your main Mm -hmm. part of your training. It would definitely help. For, like for anybody to have a little bit more muscles and have a little bit more yes. endurance is going to help you with any sport. But like your yeah. BJJ training itself, it's what's going to make you better at BJJ. Yeah. And, you know, that that's one thing that's, you know, always been a question of, well, how do I get better cardio for jujitsu? Well, do more jujitsu. You know, how do I get stronger for jujitsu? Do more jujitsu. Yeah. Lift some weights. You know, you want to, you know, do some strength training. But I mean, again, that has to be kind of an organized control thing. It's not just like, Okay, let me go and you know bench press, you know three hundred right. pounds. Like, yeah. what does that? It might have some bench? carryovers, but not sure, as much sure. as training for your sport. Like yeah, I mean, number one. And, and you know, there's always a discussion about jujitsu. You don't have to be the strongest guy on the mat. You know, it it, it for sure helps, especially yeah. if you're going against a strong fucking guy with good technique. You also yeah. want to be up there too, where he's not going to be able to overpower you. Versus, like, okay, if you're a strong guy with no technique, like you can still fuck somebody up. So you definitely want to be strong, but if you got strength and technique, you're gonna go a lot further. There's no reason not to try to get both, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and and not just that. As you get older, too, it protects your fucking body. Yes. You know, get stronger and and protect yourself. It's good for your bone density. Like resistance training Mm -hmm. is important for anybody. And a, a big misconception, you might want to have Krista on here sometime talk, sp- talking specifically about ladies' fitness because there's a huge misconception, True. especially we're talking about a huge misconception in fitness in, in general in the ladies' department so fucking much. Like women have been taught, unfortunately, for them, I feel bad for them, they've been taught wrong the entire life about physiques and fitness and nutrition. Like, oh yeah. Like most ladies you go to talk to about this shit will be 100% wrong in everything they say about what they think lifting or nutrition is like i i, I, like, I can't even have conversation like at work i just keep my mouth shut like i i hear the ladies there talking about shit but the whatever new fucking trend of diet there is i keep my mouth shut because like i don't there's no point in wasting my energy arguing with them when they don't have the brain space for it like it's, well, I, I used to or like, or like i don't want to i don't want to get too much muscles by lifting I'm like, motherfucker, yeah. I've been lifting for 10 years, and because of my genetics, this is as big as I'll ever fucking get. You think you can get, I'm not big, but you think you can get bigger than me in the fucking gym, bro? Please. Please. You think Ooh. you can be fucking Arnold by, like, by lifting your fucking five-pounders? Please. Well, the, the funny like, thing, how many, too, How many like... bros go to the gym day in and day out and, 
and never get fucking for, like huge. They never get to be super muscular, right? Like, why do women think that they go to the gym one time and they'll become fucking She Hulk? You know, they, I, that's I also the, the thing too. Is like there'll be this this uh, you know, especially from the older information. It's like, well, I don't want to have fat because I'll get fat. It's like, well, that's not how that works. That's how that works it's at like, all. At all. At all. <laughs> Like you're completely wrong there, but then also, yeah, you have the, I don't want to lift weights cause I don't want to, you know, I don't want to get too manly. And it's like, I, I remember, and this was recent, you know, you know, we're, we're looking at, you know, uh, female grapplers and, you know, there, there are women that take care of themselves and they're fucking superb grapplers. You, know, you got, you know, people who don't grapple, who don't know shit. They look like, uh, she's got too much muscle. She, you know, she looks kind of manly. It's like, meanwhile, that's a beautiful woman, like mm-hmm. not face wise, physically, you know, and she's a badass. In shape like, and a perfor- performance. Yeah. Like, I think you, I, it's like a lot of time with these bros, I'm like, you are, I think you're just projecting because you're not manly enough to be a fucking man. I'm looking at you. Yeah. You saying these women are manly is because you, my friend, are soft and weak. So yeah. you should man up. Yeah, it's like I mean, honestly, you should be more inspired to you know hang out with that chick because, yeah. like, the, you know, the people you hang around will rub off on you, you know. That too. Versus, you know, it's like, oh, well, I'm gonna go hang around, you know, these assholes over here who aren't really doing shit about you know making their bodies better, and it's like, oh, well, you're gonna continue to be that way too. Versus, if you go hang out with this group, females, males, whatever it may be, you know, that are actually, you know. Uh, lifting weights, eating the foods that are going to, you know, complement, you know, the, the body transformation that they're going to go through lifting weights and getting stronger, you know, and, you know, you'll pick up on that. You know, if you're going out, you know, eating fucking uh, Popeyes, you know, three, four times a week with this group over here is going to reflect, you know, and, and not doing anything versus you go over here, you're eating with these cats. Yeah, they might, you know, have Popeyes once, maybe twice, you know, but they're also, you know, eating you know decent meals that they're making at home that's going to have the nutrients that they they're looking for without having all the extra bullshit oils and and you know trash and they're also working out it's like okay you know that will reflect on you because either you're going to go with them and you're going to float you're going to swim or you're going to hang out with them you're going to sink you're going to say i don't want to be around that because i i don't feel good about myself being around those people that are actually doing well so and 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 i 100 understand and and have no problem with um, attraction being subjective, right? If you don't like women who have more muscles, that's fine. Like, right? We all have preferences. Like, if you don't like, just like if you don't like girls with short hair, like that's nothing wrong with that. But it, to like to say that they're manly is it's preposterous. It's fucking preposterous. Well, especially coming from a dude who isn't, you know, you know, if it's right. a, you know fat sloppy dude, it's like, well, that's not true because you're not manly. Exactly. I mean, that's the thing. A lot of times, the people who are making the fucking most judgments on somebody else are, in, in fact, themselves a fucking slob. Like they, yeah. they are nothing to write home about. Yet they're sitting around judging other people. I'm like, bruh, no one would fucking man or woman would give you the time of day to look at you as a second glance passing you by the, at the mall. Whereas this woman that you call too manly have are probably making bank on OnlyFans if they wanted to. Yeah. Like my Ooh. my fucking my Krista, she doesn't do nudes. She has fan sites. I think she makes like fucking three thousand dollars a month or some shit like that. Just fucking feet pics or whatever. I don't know what she does. I I just know she doesn't do nudes. But like, like dudes are giving her money. I mean, you be lucky, bruh, who's judging that you can make two hundred dollars a month showing your fucking dick. Please. Yeah. 
Well, and, and that's the thing though, too. It's like, you know, just to be in an example of that, it's like when she posts on Instagram, it's like, cause I, I don't know how often, but like whenever it comes across my, my feed, I'm like, yeah. okay, cool. You got, you know, go check the pic out, go like the pic because it's like, first of all, showing support, number one, but number two, it's like, you, you know, there's that one of you like, dude, how are you doing that? I want to do that. You know, her I back is ridiculous. Like, I'm jealous of her yes. fucking back. <laughs> well, and, and, th- and that when she does, like, you know, when she's flexing her back, I'm like, holy yeah, shit! Bro. Like, you can see the whole fucking Christmas tree. Like, even when she's not the leanest, when she do like wide pull ups, I'm like, bro, the well, g- genetics hit hard. Well, I, I remember saying to someone once, um, I was like, dude, whenever I see like a fit female, mm-hmm. like, like, r- like Jack, not like, like. You know, bodybuilder like no, you know, uh, competition, like fitness, like fitness yeah, but fitness. Yeah. It's like that shit's inspiring because it's like, dude, it's like it, it's almost kind of seems like you look at that and then you look at yourself and you're like, okay, if let's say Krista used to train uh, jujitsu, let's say Krista mm-hmm. was still training jujitsu, and Krista's like Dante, come on, like get over here on the mat. Krista would fuck me up. <laughs> Like, Chris is fucking it, me up now. We play fight sometimes, and I'm like tapping out. I'm like, this is not good. <laughs> like, and, and it, it would not feel fair because it's like, wait a minute, stop. And it's like, well, it is fair because she works out. She worked for her body. So it's like that that's the benefit to it. It's like I can do things that other humans cannot do. And you know, and but that that to me is inspiring because it's like, okay. In my mind, I say, I don't want Krista to beat the shit out of me. Because for the longest time, I was actually scared of Krista. Like, when I first met her, I was scared of her because, like, I didn't really hear her talk much. So that was yeah, already she's, an intimidation. She's socially awkward. She's a weirdo like the rest of us. Well, so I figured out. I remember, I think the first thing I said to her, and she may not remember this, and I hope she doesn't, but I do. I remember it was at Bobby's, and we had pizza. Whatever. It might have been for the video shoot. And we had pizza. And everybody's kind of all around talking. She's sitting at the the uh, the counter, and there's um, the pizza box might have been there was pizza in front of her. And I go, "Hey, are you going to eat that?" And she was like, "No." And I just like palm the pizza. Didn't even grab it by the crust. Just grabbed the pizza in the middle. It was like, I <laughs> like walked off. But it was like, okay. <laughs> and at that moment, I was like, okay, I'm scared of her. But that didn't seem to have like that that effect on her. Like you know like get away from me weirdo like it's like okay she might be cool well, that's something she it's would just... also do <laughs> well no i i am now aware of that yeah. but it is like at yeah. the moment i felt like okay like i feel like okay we're all in the same group and we're honestly she maybe maybe i don't need to be so scared of her and you know i haven't had like a deep conversation with her i think we, we've done some older podcasts which yeah, so i still have not aired yeah 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 those will actually come to light one day I think yeah, we have I mean, two episodes that never we're, aired. I think we just we just did it on on the phone. We're just talking about whatever we were watching. Like there was a couple yeah, of I think it was on over a uh, Skype. Yes. Um. Actually. Um. Actually, when we wrap up here in a minute, I, I do want to talk to you about uh. So you like horror? Because yes, twenty twenty four shit. I got to get that situated. I've been emailing people today, but um. But yeah, like you know, like she intimidated me in the beginning, but now I'm like, okay, she's cool, and then like also just kind of you know understand is like. Look, she's a hardworking person. She's dedicated to what she does. I mean, it. In yep. you know, other dudes she's are intimidated by that, but like, and, and it's like when you look at that though, it's like that's just inspiring because it's like, look, if you're doing that shit and 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 you know you're into it, you know, 
that's some shit that we all need to take note of and jump on on the bandwagon of that. So I mean, it's it is hard work and dedication. It's it's, it's consistency, but also when you see a, a female, a woman who is in shape like that, you have to also keep in mind that they are fighting at, at a genetic disadvantage. They're fighting an uphill mm-hmm. battle for a dude to look to get as much muscle as they have. It's a lot easier than what it took them. You just have to think about. If you were a chick and you had to get that body, how much more work you would have to do, like to yeah. really understand like what is behind that that like that image, that physique, you know, the, the hours, the dedication, the logging, the tracking, like it's and and the thing is, anyone can do it. I'm telling you, any motherfucker yes. can do it if they would just if they would just actually try to do the thing. It took me three months. It took me three months. When I was 30, like I said, when I was 31, 32, I, I started learning about the sports science and they were telling me, you can transform your body in three months. And I was like, I don't know if that's believable, but I'm going to do it. I literally look like a completely different fucking human being. I never saw abs in 32 years of my life until I did that. Everyone who fucking knew me for any amount of time was like, you look like a completely fucking different human. Other people who have... Put, who like I've helped have like dropped 30 to 60 pounds because they actually did the fucking thing. It's 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 the, the thing about not guru shit and not fat diet shit is like this is science. This is yeah, this is not placebo. Nothing wrong with placebo if you can get it, but this is a proven thing that works for human beings, period. Just if you're a human, do this thing and you you get the results. That's all there is to it. And it doesn't even take that long. We're not talking about three years. We're talking about three fucking months, man. Give it three fucking months. I think, you know, the unfortunate thing is, though, we are in a world of instant gratification, unfortunately. So people do look at it like three months. Ugh, That's, you know, three months. But it's like, well, what are you doing in that time, though? The three months are going to go by. May as well fucking about, do something. Think about what you're doing three months ago. It's been three months since then. You could have yeah. been doing this three months ago, you know? Yeah. Well, when I ended up getting sick and I didn't get sick because of working out and, and, and nutrition, I ended up getting sick because I, well, part of it was I, I ate a mango that wasn't ripe and there was a blockage from that, but um, leading that's up fibers into and mango, bro. It, 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 it almost, it literally almost killed me twice yeah. actually because <laughs> of the initial blockage. And then I ended up with blood clots after that oh, because Jesus I was fuck. in a hospital. So it was like, holy shit. And I, I told Sarah, I was like, look, if I don't make it before the kid is born or understands anything, tell her I died in a heroic fashion. Tell her some <laughs> shit. Well, I fall aliens. Don't, don't, don't say it was a mango because that's some shit right there. Um, but I, I was actually um, an old classmate of mine was doing like a little competition, uh, like kind of a biggest loser competition type deal. And I can't remember what I came in at. But um, I, I was I think I got down to in the 180s and um, I, I feel like I was we started off with like 20 people or 17 people. And I think we ended at the end of it. We were down to seven people. And out of what was remaining, I was, the, you know, the one that had percentage wise, um, you know, the biggest loss. But right at the very end of it is where that mango fucking clipped me. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I was like. Oh my God. But the transformation to my body, you know, was, you know, was noticeable. Um, and, and I was training jujitsu at this time, like, you know, very little, but I was training, but I could feel the difference on the mats. I could feel the difference in my life when I was working yeah, out. Better. 
you know, I felt better. I, you know, I will wake up like, you know, with the, the energy and the urge to work out. So, you know, it, you know, once you get that ball rolling, it is there and you're in a great spot versus, you know, if, if you're like, if you're half-assing, okay, I'm going to work out here. And you, okay, you miss a workout, you miss another workout, and then it just becomes a habit of missing these workouts. It's hard to get back on that horse. So. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a momentum thing. Like, if I – because, like, I I actually just started working out, uh, taking my training more seriously again, starting New Year's, because since, like, around Christmas, uh, about Thanksgiving and stuff, you start eating a lot, scared of being busy. And, like, I purposely, yeah. like, look, man, I'm not going to bullshit it. I'm gonna, just going to take it easy, take, like, a break, a vacation from everything, and I'll start back in New Year's. Not being a resolution thing but it's just a good timing but like but it was hard to start back again like when i was doing it like you know five days six days a week you know every fucking week it doesn't feel like much but once you stop it's fucking hard so like yeah. it's, it's better not to like stop completely try to get in at least at least one to three day a week if you can consistently yeah well, and I think that's the thing, though, too, is having realistic, you know, goals, of what you are going to be able to do, because, you know, there are times where it's like, you know, back then when I, you know, when I before I got sick, I was what, working out four or five days. Well, jujitsu was on Saturday. So working out like lifting and running in between all that, like four days a week and then doing jujitsu on Saturdays. So it was like five days of some kind of physical activity. And it was like, OK. Yeah. You know, but that was when I was what thirty four, maybe I don't know, some somewhere in that pocket, thirty five or thirty six, something like that. So things were a little bit different nine years ago for me. Whereas now it's like, okay, I could get back to that, but let's not jump out there and say no, no, you got to no, yeah, yeah, you got to ramp up. You otherwise that's how people burn themselves up to uh, mm -hmm. burn them. Yeah, they they burn out because they try to do too much too soon and they wreck. They get wrecked and they get discouraged and they stop. And, and you know that it's happened to me multiple times over the last couple of years now just trying to get back into it and like rushing and it's like okay i can do this and it's just like let me get back to who i used to be and it's like you can't just jump back in like ramp up, getting yeah. on like jumping on the treadmill and saying okay let me run at seven miles per hour or it, you know half an hour is like no don't you can't no, you start with four miles so, so start with some speed walking for 20 minutes and then fucking yeah. go up from there yeah yeah, and, I mean, and that's what a, what I've been doing here. Yeah, and and it's the, the the whole fucking transformation thing. Like, I'll maybe I'll, I'll send some links or something. Oh, people can see it on my Instagram. Like, every year I make it. I make it a point. I I sometimes I even did, like this year we did a transformation thing, like you said. So I blew up on purpose. Um, I went vacation in in May. I ate like the whole fucking tax for a few months. On that, I gained like thirty pounds, twenty to thirty pounds just to get fucking bulky, just to show people, like, I can gain and lose weight on demand. Like, every year I do a cut. You, you know I show my, I do my birthday pick every year. I cut for my birthday yeah. every fucking year. This year I blew the fuck up just to show that I can lose fucking 20 to 30 pounds on demand, just with numbers alone. And, like, anyone who doubts me, I've been doing it for 12, 12 years, something like that. Like, I, I'm the living proof. You follow the numbers, you get the results. Like I, I get shredded, bro. I, I get shredded because I feel like getting shredded. It's not. It's like for most people who's never been in shape, they don't understand. To them, it's a guessing game or an impossibility. But like once you've done it once, like you're like, oh, maybe this is doable. And when you do a bulk cut cycle a second time, once you have transformed your body twice, I would say usually for people, if you've done it twice purposefully, like I'm going to get in shape, and then you fucking get in shape. It's motivating 
and it will help you continue your progress because it will show you that it is completely up to you. It's completely up to you what you get out of your body. I agree 10,000%. And, um, you know, that, that all in itself for myself personally helps. It's motivation for me. So I appreciate the fuck out of it. Um, Joe. Yo. We've been going for over two hours here. I know. It was supposed to be like an hour or some shit. <laughs> we're, so, we're not pushing for an hour and a half before we even started. Dude, I, th- I think this is how we do, though. No matter yeah, what, like, so. We're friends, man. It's, it's yeah. hard to just, it, well, yeah, but you didn't have to give me a questionnaire and a fucking interview, you know? No, like, I looked at the questions. I was like, fuck this. We're rolling. We got this. We're, like, we'll be fine. So it's fine. But um, let's go ahead and wrap up, you know, let's, um, you know, uh, close out here. Uh, let everybody know where we can find you, social media wise. Any links that you need me to post up? I'm like not really. Anywhere. You can find me on like Nerd Rage Radio, uh, wherever you find that. That's where I am. And my Instagram, I think, is Cyphers Fifty Four. Let me look at that real quick. Because like yeah. I, I'm very like I'm very open to answering. I have no problem with people messaging me. Like especially if you want to talk about ask about like fitness or health advice. I'm fucking here for it. Don't worry about bothering me. I answer everybody. Sometimes, like recently, I've taken like a couple of days before I answer people just because of mental energy. But in general, mm-hmm. I w- I'm not going to leave you on red. I'm going to get back to you and I'm going to give you my time of day. So my, um, my, yeah, Cyphers 54, I think. Or you, you yeah, Cyphers 54. C-Y-P-H-U-S-5-4. That's where you should be able to find me. Um, if not, ask Dante where I am. I'll I'll put the links in the show notes. So and um and like yeah, if you want to anything, you guys should fucking follow Krista. To be honest, <laughs> like she Ooh. she posts regularly and she is fucking fitness motivation. And she still she streams on YouTube now once a week. We, okay. Like we used to we used to stream on Twitch for like three to five days a week, but like we stopped doing that. And then she's on YouTube once a week now. Well, what I'll do is um I'll get. Um, the links there, throw them in the show notes, yep. throw your Instagram in the show notes as well. And then, um, you know, if y'all got any questions, reach out, full yep. of information. So, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm only gonna, I'm not gonna bullshit you, man. I'm only gonna tell you the fucking truth, and I ain't selling nothing. So, and I'll, I'll just point you to like YouTube channels who are trustworthy, basically. Um, and I was looking for my fucking nerd rage mug because that's that was like, I need <laughs> yeah, to right? use this when I do the shout outs at the end. I'm always like, fuck, who's there? Um, and as always, to the folks listening, thank you for all the support, all the listening, everything. Uh, this is the first actual recorded episode in 2024. So oh, hell yeah. happy 2024, y'all. What's up? Um, uh, you know, if y'all got any questions, concerns, criticisms, always feel free to reach out. You can find me at bjj.wiki on Instagram or off the mats podcast on Instagram. Uh, I feel like you guys should know that, though, if you're listening to the podcast. Um, as always, I want to give a big shout out to my crew over there at Nerd Rage Radio. We got Joe here. Yeah, I shout him out every week, and now you motherfuckers are hearing him <laughs> after 190 episodes. Uh, he He's back. Uh, you know, big shout out to Joe, Bobby, Chris, uh, Marilyn Phil, Ricky Tiki, um, Raul, uh, Chuckio, everybody that's on the mug. Um, big shout out. Thank you. Everyone over there, if it wasn't for Nerd Rage Radio, I wouldn't be doing podcasts more than likely. So, you know, I always want to shout that crew out and, um, you know, just show my appreciation. Um, I also want to give a shout out to my other podcast, So You Like Horror, where Joe is also 
you know, <laughs> okay. as well. So Joe's all over the place. Um, but if y'all into scary movies, yeah, it's like Joe's on everybody's shit, but he ain't got his own. I always tell like people, that. I'm the world's yeah, best yeah. psychic man. I'm I'm just not my own. I'm just not my own man. I'm I'll be a good, I'm a good wingman. Well, and and they said that on Sopranos, Silvio Dante was like, you know, some people just better at being number twos. I, I'm I'm that way actually. Like, yes, I got a bunch of podcasts, not really by choice. It's just I got a lot to say. So, like, <laughs> I, like I, I don't I want a responsibility, hint. man. I, like, y'all can edit, mm-hmm. y'all can post. I'll just show up the bullshit. <laughs> um, but it, I mean that you're like the the rapper that's featured on everybody's album, but you ain't never dropped your own album. <laughs> yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, if you're into horror movies, uh, go check it out. This for 2023, we did horror by the decades and we went through all the decades from starting at 1920 and up to 2020. And we talked about horror um, that in 2024, we're actually going to be doing cursed films. So that's our theme for the year. And our first episode uh, already released uh, this past Friday and is basically kind of introducing you to the ideal. And then the next episode that we're going to drop is actually going to start off with Rosemary's baby and the mysterious and wacky circumstances surrounding that movie and all the <laughs> fucked up shit. <laughs> Dude, the shit that I've been reading, actually, I, that's what I'm about to record as soon as we're done here. Sarah and I are about to sit down and record that episode. So I've been balls deep in Rosemary's baby info all day. So, um, but yeah, basically, if you're all into that kind of shit, go check it out. Uh, find it on Instagram as well. So you like horror, all the uh, words separated by underscores. And um, so have a good time. It's going to be like fun. horror. Yes. So, and someone uh, tried to correct me on the title once. And I told them, no, it's exactly what it says. <laughs> they said, no, it should be D, not S. I was like, no, no, no. I, I put that there on purpose. So and I was going to change the name, but out of spite now, that will be the name forever. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm making poor choices out of spite and ego um and also one more time big shout out to mr joe kw um thank you for just shooting the shit with me dude it, it's been a minute since we actually just got to you, sit man. and talk yeah okay, man, it, it's, it's a fucking great time man and um we, we, we're gonna um uh sort out some uh so you like horror episodes and uh, get Phil involved so that way we can say some shit to make him uncomfortable and then also talk scary movies because that's that's the best of it. Um, but otherwise, everybody, thank you so much. I love the fuck out of everybody. Thank you for all the support. And 2024 is going to be fucking awesome. So, you know, stick around and we're going to have a blast. We're going to get to episode 200 also. So thank you. You guys keep listening. We're going to keep making these shows. Thank you, everyone. And bye. They publish it. Now let me see his song.